0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast here on the 8th of August 2017, where everything is real and nothing is real. I don't know everything what that means. Everything
1: is real and nothing is real?
0: Everything is real and That's... nothing is
1: real.
0: <laughs> we just don't I'm... know anymore.
1: I don't... so confused. What? I don't
2: get it. You're not real, Jesse.
0: That's okay. It's okay if you don't get
2: technically, it. Technically, uh, according to uh, philosophy... The only thing that's real is yourself. Everything is true. Of your mind, so I could be fake, or all of you could be fake.
1: It's true. Literally, the only thing that we can confirm is real is that we can perceive a world, whether it's actually there or not.
2: Yeah. This 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 thing right here, this microphone, could be a weird space tentacle, but I (laughs) reality only sees it as a microphone. That's true all I know, man. You don't even know, man. Space butterflies, man. You don't even know. <laughs> it's always space with you, Jesse. <laughs> <Chemical> <laughs> okay. Signals in and, your brain, that means... <laughs> and coffee. And
3: coffee. There you
2: go.
0: <laughs> uh, it's yeah. all chemical up, signals in your brain. And do you trust Not chemical right. signals in your brain to tell you that they're chemical signals in your brain? The no. only
2: <sighs> thing you know is that your brain exists. Everything else about you, man, is just... But do we know that? Yourself. Do we know that for for sure, though. Well, I we know don't. that I exist. You're probably all figments of no. my crazy imagination. We're not really here, Jesse. Yeah, hashtag figments the figments the of your imagination. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Remember when that movie yeah. was profound and awesome and not a trilogy of shit? Yes.
1: I've... Yo, I found out that there are so many people who have never seen the Matrix, and that blows my mind. What? Yeah, because Sam, Sam tweeted out saying, uh, what's a movie that you're ashamed to tell people that you've never yeah. seen? A lot of people that we know were like, never seen The Matrix. And I was like, what? Sure.
0: (laughs) Blew my mind. Still holds up, incidentally. Watch your recent still holds up. Not like Jurassic Park.
1: I love all three. Just the, like, descent into garbage is so good. (laughs) I will say, while the second and third
2: one are not as profoundly mind-blowing as the first one, right? And you expected, after the second one ended, I was like, man, the third one's going to blow my dick off. I can't wait. (laughs) Yep. Nope, it was just an action movie,
1: but... Oh my God, the, and those CG half, scenes are
2: so bad now. They're awful. The second half of the second movie is straight up fun. I don't care what anyone says. That car chase? Yeah. The oh, twins, was
4: like,
2: that's a ton the, of fun. That is a great scene. Yeah, ever so fun, cool movie.
0: characters and shit in that that only really got expanded in the MMO. Like mm-hmm. the whole fact the the Merovingian was an entire fucking faction in that yeah. game. Yeah. And they were supposed to expand all the lore surrounding him and why exactly he, you know, oh, myths are real. They're like old programs uh, that still stuck around. And why does this person have all this information? And who is he working for? And all that kind of shit. Yeah,
3: yeah I mean, the second one was, that was anything. the action blockbuster. The first one was a surprise hit. The third one was Dragon Ball Z. Yeah,
2: basically here's how it went. I, the biggest problem I have is, is looking back, I feel like, the Matrix movies became kind of what World of Warcraft is, where there's so many characters and so many things going on. They're like, well, we want to tell a story. We're not going to address 90% of the things that we created in the first two movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm cool with that, though. I'm cool I, with those just like being like movie. things that exist in the world and like there isn't needless exposition about them. They just show up when they're needed. I'm I mean, cool with that. Isn't isn't that part of
3: the Dark Souls appeal? Appeal is the uh, the ambiguous storytelling about the the lore that is there, but they don't really mention about.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that, and I think that there was probably well, there was certainly at the time an awful mm-hmm. lot of that going on with the Matrix as well. Yeah, you know, when, when it comes to yep. fan theories and things like that, and the Animatrix only you know threw a lot more spanners the in the works on that one. The crafting of it. the
2: Matrix is what made it so much fun for the first two movies. Yeah. I was like, I the theories that my favorite theory was that it was all fake. Like there was another level. Oh, Very yeah. Much. Well, I, it, first, it was a good theory because it explained it all the bullshit
0: the that Neo could actually do outside of the Matrix, you know? But right? then
2: it makes sense. people were like, it's not real because he's in the Matrix. Yeah, he's still also. in the still Matrix. In
0: yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I was and, so also, and also, Bender said at best, well, instead of using human beings as a battery, why couldn't the machines just get, you know, a battery? Because the human well, body doesn't produce that much power. Yeah, it's vastly uh...
0: inefficient. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you all... see how
1: many people they had? There were a lot of people. There was, t- there's like, there, a there, billion yeah, people. but a you, you people
0: put more there, energy in, than you get out. It's no, it doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, <laughs> none of that movie um, makes sense. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It's that's, awesome. That's fine. TV. I'm, it's I'm good. so glad
1: that you mentioned um Animatrix, though. I just found out. I can't remember the name of it, but um, I just found out that there's a version of the Animatrix, but for Batman where they went to like a bunch of different yeah, anime studios awesome, and they all really? did like little Batman shorts as well. I did What's not that know called? that. Somebody in chat knows, but apparently it's super, super cool the way the animatrix was where it's like lots of different, really cool styles and just like snippets that is of neat. Batman stories.
2: It's super cool. Yeah.
1: Do you remember what it's called, Jesse?
2: Uh, No, but I remember that it came out simultaneously with the release of a game. And I don't remember if it was Arkham Asylum or it came out like, in conjunction mm. with some shit, and it was super cool. I remember it because people were freaking Gotham out. Gotham
1: Knight is what it's called. Batman huh. Gotham Knight. They were like, animate Batman! And so,
2: yeah, that was all over the internet for a while. I know Kentucky did like 5 million articles on it. It's like, oh my lord. Yeah, so. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I'm writing it down because otherwise I'll forget. You should you know, watch I'll it. I think you'd
2: out. love it. It's it's very, uh, Kevin, Kevin Conroy's in it. So it's, you know, it's Batman. It's Batman just they made it anime.
3: Yeah. Did you end up watching the Castlevania uh, Netflix series, Jesse?
2: Uh, I think all of us did. It okay. is the dopeness. I, it's really good. Really. Can good. I be real with you? Once I realized, okay, it's only four episodes, and I realized what they were doing plot-wise, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm ready for this to be a short story that is an introduction to season two. God damn them for that last episode. I was like, oh. Yeah, because
3: fi- finally we we get the the tie in with the video games because really exactly. it was just mm-hmm. it was just Dracula
2: like until three it's straight up just yeah yeah I no, was like it, it is I know this yeah the minute the minute they were just like even when well I, character I was like oh. yeah yeah yeah,
3: well,
2: yeah. Well, yeah see
3: the the thing is if the you last for, episode
2: was the best
1: episode for
3: mm-hmm. anyone who hasn't watched it yet do not watch the first episode with closed captions on because they straight up spoil episode four in it because huh. with the with the subtitles because and i'm, I'm not going to say it but wow. but the surprise character the one who you briefly see a silhouette of in episode one the closed caption just straight out says who says here's, that here's line. the problem
1: though if you oh, you're oh I Cass- see.
2: if you're a huge fan of castlevania none of this is a surprise right. Right. You if you're probably like probably yeah, at, at least it. Really it. Yeah.
3: most people and 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 it's not a, it's not an original usual Dracula archetype either. I mean it's very stereotypical. So anyone who knows anything about the vampire stories or the chronicles or anything like that, the character is not going to be that big of a deal. Like it's not going to be a oh mind blown thing. But in case if you don't know, just don't watch it with subtitles because that gotcha it, it I was like, oh okay I guess I guess that's just because it ugh. does the like
1: <laughs> because he's in shadow it does right. the like name colon. Yeah it says, yeah, it says exactly line, who says it. Yeah. Gotcha. Look, yeah 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 all
2: I want all I want out of this series for season two, I don't care who they kill or what happens. All I want is that samurai shampoo, like three-way kind of sexual attention between the characters. <laughs> to like down, but no one's gonna bone down because that's right. not what they're there for. And right, it's like right. really close to it. Yeah, I want that. I want <laughs> all of. That. I'm so excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's gonna be a great
1: show. I can't wait. Yeah, season two is supposed to be eight episodes, right? Good.
3: I, I figured that's what they were doing for season one. They were just testing the waters, and I'm glad yeah. that it's popular enough because I think that they really did. The, I mean, the art was so impressive. I, I thought it was a Japanese-made anime dubbed into English, but I was pleasantly surprised to find out that it's a, it's a completely Western production. I mean, that's it reminds me a lot. It's impressive. Of,
2: I think I mentioned this before. It reminds me a lot of the animated Spawn show they used to do on yep, HBO. Exactly. That was like, oh, this is super adult. Like they, they are. There's nothing for children in this show at all. All right, cool.
0: Yeah.
3: And God bless them too. Thank you. Rated R, violence and language.
0: Erotic violence, you say? In my (laughs) Pennsylvania, it's more likely (laughs) than you think. Yep.
1: (laughs) Um, sorry, not to keep spinning us. Not to interrupt the erotic
0: violence that's going on right now. Not
1: to interrupt the erotic violence, but has anybody? Has anybody? else here have been reading super Suns. what no super sons is so funny it's, 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 it's so a it's a new it's a new dc comic run there's six issues out of it and it's literally damian wayne the the like newest robin who's just right. a piece of shit it's damian wayne and um jonathan kent clark kent's son so it's like they're two kids like going on adventures, but Damien's just the worst. And Jonathan is like kind of a sweetheart. And it's so fucking funny that the art in it is really, really good. But if uh, mm-hmm. if you want like a new DC comics read. You I should didn't know Clark Super
3: Kent. Sons. I didn't know he had a son to begin with. Yeah, I, I don't read comics. What so, I mean, that's.
1: World of a million he has Johnny now.
2: And a million. Sweet,
1: sweet Superboy Johnny.
2: That is one <laughs> of the truly horrific things at comics is where they're like hey we can do anything so here's like this is earth 421 and this is earth 420 where everyone's high and this is earth 969 where everyone's just 69 and all the, like they can do whatever they want and it's <laughs> like i remember the days when there was one spider-man and yes. one batman yeah. and now there's like no 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 there's like 50 of them there's mm-hmm. like a hundred It's crazy. I
3: can't do it. That's the reason why I couldn't. I couldn't get into Dragon Ball Z when it when like it. I guess when the heyday was over here. Like it was. It's like okay, is that is that Goku, Gohan? Why does he have a why does have a halo in his head? Like so many. And I think that's what's kind of holding me back from watching Rick and Morty too. Is that like with the whole multiverse thing going on? To me, that's too convoluted to the point where if you don't watch it from like episode one to wherever you are now, and even then, if you do that, it's just kind of like. I feel like nothing is concrete enough and I can't really latch well, onto that, you know? I will say, how
2: at least in Rick and Morty, they go out of their way to, like, justify things or make the joke of, like, yeah, no, there's, like, 50 Mortys and, you know, who cares because they're all the same asshole anyway. Right, like, that kind of thing where it yeah. doesn't matter. But, like, God help me. Even though I think, let's go back to Spider-Man, for instance, I remember the days when it was Peter Parker and then there was, like, Venom and Carnage, and then when Carnage had all the like fifty little Carnage symbiote babies, I was like, "Oh boy, this is getting out of hand." Now, now it's super out of hand. Spider Gwen, fucking uh, uh, Spider Woman, who is not really a Spider character but flies around for some goddamn reason. There is <laughs> like, there's yeah. so many Spider people, and it's like, what happened? Like, well, we are all from different universes, and, and it's like, I can't, I can't do it anymore, Spider Man. I love you. <laughs> great if they would have been like spider-man is going to hand over his torch to like miles or maybe gwen from another universe comes over and beca- i'll take that there's two goddamn many of them now and they all have different suits and they all i can't do it i just yeah can't when i
1: it. when i was a kid it was literally the amazing spider-man like that was the that was the comic that that i could find for spider-man and to me that was the only spider-man line that existed and it was real simple and it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice
2: and simple. I mean, and now
1: if I wanted to get back into Spider Man, I feel like it would be the ultimate ordeal.
2: The only time it has ever sat well with me is the spoofing done in Deadpool when it's like, literally, he's a squirrel now and he's a taco. And you know, <laughs> you
1: know, Oh my God, that shit is so good. He's, he's a, a little,
2: taco. <laughs> he's a taco. What? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Um, I, just, I mean,
3: yeah, I don't watch that it. That stuff
2: so. is hilarious because it likes, all right, at least I get they're, they're making fun of this. But, oh, my God, there is a ludicrous amount of – when Superman – all right, spoilers to everyone in the universe. When Superman died when I was a kid and everyone lost their shit and I was, like, blown away and my heart was, like, destroyed. And I remember reading those comics and being like, Superman's dead. After that, they then proceeded to create maybe a thousand Superman knockoffs. And the whole point was them trying to figure out who would be the next Superman. And in the end, they were like, fuck it. Let's just bring back Superman. And then they just left all the Superman knockoffs. Because fuck it. We need Steel now, too. And we need, like, Superboy. And I can't do it, comics. I can't do it.
1: The only time that um, the whole, like, like us saying that there are too many Spider people, right? The only time that I'm cool with there being a ton of them, honestly, is the whole like Bat Family because I just think it's so funny. It just like keeps accumulating children.
3: I I love, I love that. it. He was getting, he was getting busy, man.
1: Yeah, I love the different Dude, Robins. I mean, love... only one of them is his actual kid, I think. But like, they're all they're all part of the family. They're all like right,
2: right. like like his. They need each other. It's sweet. And I love that they continue to. If they bring in a new Robin, they continue to explain what happened to the old robins and they don't just like forget about them. Yeah, Even yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. they acknowledge that they were there and they try to go out of their way to be like, we'll fit it in the universe somehow.
4: Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it.
2: And I'm okay with that. Like yep. I love that they and you know what? It's it's all because they don't want to fuck too much with Batman because Batman's story plus his like uh uh, rogues gallery is so solid that you can't just they don't need to create 50 new batmans in mm-hmm. order to make his storylines good they just tell the stories and move on he's a great character yeah man on the other hand sorry angry joe i know you're out there somewhere about to lose your mind
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna email you something I'm, fierce i mean what i feel like
3: it? the transformer movies have, have gone down the same road i mean i have I, I have not seen any of the Transformers movies, the Michael Bay ones, except for the literal what first one.
1: About?
2: What are
3: those movies about? It, if what you are can tell about? me, I would appreciate Dude, it. Dude, because... the most,
1: oh my God, the most recent Transformers movie. I was like, <laughs> what's happening in this movie? I
3: couldn't, even in the first one, I was like, I can't even tell who's who. Like Megatron is, just, he's just, he's like shiny chrome. I mean, everyone's pretty much seen it. So you know what I'm talking about, but like, haven't haven't they done the whole well optimus died and then he's back and now he's back in sword dinosaur form and
2: basically they've butchered the old cartoon series and the old cartoon movie in order to fit it into this new stuff yeah honestly if i had to guess considering the majority of these films are paid for by china i feel like michael bay says to his team okay fuck it we don't need a script and we don't need this to make sense because people just want to see cool shit explode and if we have to have a lot of dialogue and a lot of stuff like work it means we have to translate it later and fuck it we don't want to do that so let's just like what was the name of the last one that came out it wasn't revenge uh, revenge
1: of the uh, fallen uh, the last night or something the last, like that you know, because the last, yeah that's all right the was, uh,
2: all, all the transformers were here for a long time they helped king arthur
1: uh, right <laughs> dude the best yo the best part of that whole movie was the the pr thing where they put fake paintings in a museum that had like little transformers in the background and then like filmed people being like what the fuck there's a transformer there and then people who were working there would be like oh yeah i mean it's it it looks like uh, sure, you know your your precious child mind seeing Transformers in these paintings. That's very sweet. They're so, like, well, no, that's, there's a goddamn Transformer in that picture.
3: What you, are you, they actually went for an ARPG thing like for yeah. promotion? I didn't I didn't even hear about that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they were
1: like there. I don't know if it if it they was like just Office one Pride or next to like, there was a few.
3: They put it like right. next to like the Mona Lisa or something. Like, oh, there was Optimus next to her or something. Yeah,
1: because in the in the most that's... recent movie they. Uh, you know, they made a dude who's like, my family has been protecting the Transformers forever. And they're oh, like my. big paintings that have the Transformers in them and stuff. And he's like, we've been trying to keep their secret for thousands of years let's or just, whatever the fuck.
2: Clear. They, they've created a, a, the next movie is a Bumblebee movie, which- There's another movie? It's only about Bumblebee. I don't know what it's about starring John Cena because fuck it. And- <laughs> I'll watch it. Here's what I'm saying. God. Yes. I don't understand why people go see these movies, except for the fact that they're like, fuck it. Here's the thing. Good I popcorn, flick. I have that attitude when it comes to Fast and Furious, but I leave those movies like, that was goddamn good. I've never left a Transformers movie <laughs> happy. That's I, true.
1: I go in I'm like, the I first can't one remember. I enjoyed. Also, how first come, like, they got. <laughs> They got rid of Megan Fox and then they replaced Megan Fox with a look alike of Megan Fox and it's fucking weird. Right. <laughs> well they
2: no, remember they, so they got the, They got the blonde girl, and then they uh got the girl who looked like Megan Fox. So yeah. and then they had the daughter. Well they had the blonde girl, then the daughter, and then the other All I'm saying is I wanna I wanna know more about the fight that Megan Fox had with Michael Bay. I bet Me that was Me too. I bet that Me was so too. good. I mean that was like next level fight, just a this, great battle. This reminds
3: me of of when when Turtles in Time came out, or, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three the movie came out, and like, and uh, like yeah, April. I movie. It's when I, I'm g- g- going to completely spoil this for you. So anyone who out there hasn't watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three the live action film, sorry. From I guess look away, ago. yeah. But
1: spoiler! Wait, spoiler finger. Spoiler finger. As long finger. as my finger is up. Yeah,
3: there you go. got it.
1: is spoiling Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. So
3: no. the, it was just it was just one part back there where April O'Neil gets kidnapped or she gets imprisoned or something, of and course. she sees a rat, and she is like, "Yeah, you look familiar too." why on earth would A, that have anything to do with the Ninja Turtles, and B, why would it look familiar? It's just any old regular rat. That made
2: no No. sense to me. You're missing the point. In the first movie, I believe it was established that Rachel – Rachel, Jesus Christ. Rachel Rachel uh, O'Neill. Yeah. (laughs) uh, uh, That basically April O'Neill was the person who – like they were her pets or some nonsense gibberish. It no, was te- that's the that's
1: what? that's the no. new movies. That's the oh. new movies. These are the old movies. I'm talking right, about Simica? the one.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the old, oh, the old there's school ones. Wrong with those at all? You're an idiot. What those have you seen? Have you seen the sequel to the secret uh, to I the mean, secrets I mean, of the ooze? Sort of three where they go back in time. Flawless. Yes. flawless. You are now. See now yeah, I know you're I love fully, that movie you're too, Jesse. No, I you're spoiled. You're spoiled. Your new movie spoiled.
1: Okay, yeah. I'm taking my finger down, okay, so no more. Okay, my finger down. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It seems like I missed something riveting.
1: Uh, we've been discussing transformers. Yes. And then we Nothing moved on to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nothing
2: of value. And
3: Spider-Man, Nothing don't value. forget about all the Spideys.
0: Nothing
1: we talked about, about Spider-Man for a hot second. Yes. Wow, so you didn't even Nothing
0: accidentally about. video games. Wow, okay.
1: No, we were waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, we, we were being... Oh, yeah. okay.
0: I, that's why, right. All right, all right, oh. sure. Yeah.
1: We didn't want you to miss out on the good content. Uh, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. So we've just been regurgitating garbage for the last <laughs>
0: uh-huh. 30 minutes. <laughs> Well, let's regurgitate some more garbage. Dodger, what have you been playing this week? What's been going on?
1: Um, I downloaded that fucking Solitarica game and I cannot stop playing it. That is so fun. You were the one who said to It was a while it, ago, right? yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. It's I mean, it is it's basically solitaire with collectible powers for all intents and purposes. So it's like
1: it's kind of like it's like speed, but you get to take your time, not yes. the drug the card game speed
3: (laughs) oh man i gotta i gotta download that game
1: (laughs) um yeah it's like a for any of you who weren't here when we talked about it the first time um it's a card game where you choose a class and like your class determines uh the deck that you have and like the abilities that you have it does the kind of like I, i think that it's fairly common now where inside of the card game in order to make it kind of more fantasy or battle-themed. Um, different cards have different colors, and the colors are associated with different types of attacks. So, like, purple cards are willpower, and you use those to do, like, psychic attacks or healing. Um, orange cards are, like, physical melee attacks, that kind of thing. But really, in the end, you just want to get rid of all of the cards that are on the board, and you have yes. your deck in front of you. So as Still long as you can make... For
0: all intents and purposes.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're just like whatever card you have down, you have to cho- like say I had a queen, I would have to then click either a king or a jack. It's it's one higher or one lower and if it's an ace it can be a 2 or a king. Um and you're just trying to get rid of all of the cards on cards, all of the cards <laughs> on the board. And if you get stuck and you have to pull from your deck to get a new card, that's when your opponent gets to make a move and it's attack you. you. Yeah. Um, so it's in your best interest to do as much as you can in one move. Um, but it's really, really fun. They start you off with just like a basic warrior deck. And then from there you can, um, you can like unlock more decks with the in-game currency that you get from just like playing. So right now I'm playing with a paladin deck. I've got everything unlocked on it. So I'm probably going to move on in a, in a hot minute, but as long as you, there's, there's 18 battles total each time you play the game. So as long as you beat 18 monsters, including the like final boss, then you get like big rewards and then you can go back and like buy new decks and things like that.
0: Um, yeah, It's got some, but... got some replay value to it. it. When I played it, it was like, well, this, I was hoping for maybe 60% solitaire and 40% other shit. And it was more, this is 90% solitaire and 10% other shit, which is not really the ratio I was personally looking for, but <laughs> I, I know that some people who are like, well, I love solitaire games. They're a great use of my time. Uh were definitely very into it. And it's got a nice style to it as well. The monsters are mm-hmm. uh, well put together. The art's really good. It's got a good sense of humor.
1: Um, somebody in chat said it looks like a toilet game. It is for sure absolutely sure. Yeah, a toilet absolutely. game. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, you can play it on iOS, but you could also play it on PC. There's no mm-hmm. microtransaction bullshit to the best of my knowledge, unless they've added that now
1: uh i think microtransactions exist but you don't need them you get a lot out of just playing it um yeah
4: it's
1: it's honestly really fun i just (laughs) i went home the other day thinking to myself okay i'm gonna like do some cleaning and maybe throw a little laundry in and then next thing I knew it was like twelve thirty at night and I had just been playing Solitarica since I got home. And I was like, yeah. Oh no. And it oh
3: was no. and it was Friday and you had left gotten home by Thursday.
1: Right. So, <laughs> oh no. I need to go to bed.
0: Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. Though. I've I've heard some stories of that game sucking up people's time in a major way. But mm-hmm. you know, that's what Solitaire does at the end of the day I mean, for a lot of people. It'd
3: make a great band name, Solitarica. Solitarica. Yeah, yeah man. That's metal.
0: Yeah, I think you can make that work. That would be a yeah. prog band. That would definitely be prog, prog, uh, maybe symphonic. Probably. May, yeah, I could maybe go a bit symphonic on that, but I'm mostly thinking progressive metal for that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely not new metal, though. It no, be. no, no,
0: no, no. No, that, that, would, that would never be called Solitarica. Uh, <laughs> you go with sort of a screamo band, like it would be... Bullet uh, um, for soli- my Solitarica? Soli- so- solid, so- solitary-ica, because I'm lonely. <laughs> nice. There you go. There's you do Scream up Band right yep. there. I like now it. opening up for Hey I am sitting in the corner playing Solitarica alone with no friends.
3: Shades of Solitarica. Yeah, pretty much. Wave of Solitarica. Like God, it. I can't oh, wait
1: to see this band take off.
0: It, it's going to no, be amazing. It's going to be massive. Incredible. Right massive. up there yeah. with caniners. Right can't
1: up there. <laughs> All right, um, other
0: video games. What we got?
1: Yeah, I also... Uh, like the same day that we talked about it, I went home and played a bunch of pyre. Yeah. That yes. game. That game is so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Super cool. It's a really, really cool game. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it is about it, but because Can it's I ask not a Yeah.
2: When you played the actual game, and you weren't doing like the story bits, did you always feel like you weren't good enough? like i i won but i always felt like fuck i will never be able to be the player this game wants me to be there's clearly a level of competitiveness that is like way above me and yes. i'm just barely like winning i'm like
1: Ugh, fuck you man okay we're good i did um yeah i did one of the like challenges right cuz there's like there's like a character that lets you challenge just one
0: well, fuck that smug bitch by the way
1: fuck that smug bitch yeah <laughs> um i I made some kind of a comment about how demon girl was my absolute waifu in that game and everybody was like i'm surprised that you didn't like smug bitch and i was like are you kidding me fuck her she's the worst <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> i hate her because she makes my life a living hell but um yeah every time i i took one of my characters to do those challenges and she was like well they're just all on their own fighting three dudes can they do it it took me so long that by the end i felt like i was just the worst like, player nah, maybe nah. ever
0: and, and i mean you shouldn't really because the game is not designed to be played one on three by any yeah. fucking yeah. definition of that's the why it's
1: a challenge though tb yeah
0: i know but it's uh, I, I have to say those challenges are probably like the weakest part of the game like some of them are incredibly fucking easy and some of them are frustratingly difficult for no good reason just because yeah. they're not especially well designed i think like hmm. the one that i did for sir gilman i aced in two minutes because like oh well i can outmaneuver anybody on this board really easily so all i'm going to do is just slide the ball in a few times and right. then the one i had to do for big demon girl was like this is annoying as fuck because i'm slow and there's three enemies and they're constantly respawning She's... and if i miss oh the my attack God. i'm fucked. You know.
1: I haven't even tried to do a challenge with her because, yeah, because she's so, like, I love her, but she's so slow.
0: Yeah. She's, like. I use her primarily as, as defense. Like, yeah. I just have her sitting there with a giant I, I use her to say, run in
1: and stomp shit and then toss it to somebody faster. <laughs> like. Yeah. Is she's, I can't even imagine trying to beat anything with just her. That would be oh, really well, difficult. you will
0: love the challenge where you have to do just that then.
1: No. I won't no, even you won't. do it. Yeah. I think I those refuse.
0: are the, the. I think they're the weakest part of the game. Like I, I think that's a pretty safe thing to say. Honestly, that most of them are not well conceived. They just mm. se- seem to be there because they felt like they had to have them. But otherwise, like yeah, it's that nice because you get awesome. like a
1: you get like an item. Yes, out of it. and a lot of those times, you, items are very it, you good. get a good item. But yeah, yeah.
0: Have you got to the uh, bit where I'm... it opens up yet? Huh? Have you got to the bit where it opens up yet?
1: I don't think so because I don't right. know you, what that you, means.
0: Well, you'd know if you had. So,
1: gotcha. Yeah. Oh, You're that's like... right. Because when we talked about it before, you said that it was that it kind of it takes it you the on whole... a line and then it op- pops yes. open. more. There's the
0: whole Final Fantasy airship thing to a to an extent. It's like linear, right. linear, linear. Oh, you can go anywhere now.
1: Um. Which is good. No, I I played it for a, f- a few hours, but I I You're haven't gotten to that there. point yet.
0: Yeah, it's about, I'd say it's about four hours, give or take feels, to get there.
1: It feels like I've almost done, I think I'm on like the last star in like the star pattern. Yeah. So I assume that I'm probably close. Yeah. Really
0: very much depends on how much time you just spend reading. And that game has a lot of time that you could spend reading.
1: Oh my yeah. God. Any, any time that the game's like, do you want to go in the caravan? I go in, even if there isn't a little like, yeah, there's somebody obviously- to talk to in here. I go in there <laughs> every single time thing. just to see like, is anything sparkling? Is there a? Should I just click Stuff on the changes. Imp? And it's wonderful. Yeah.
0: Like, I, 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 it's I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I pissed the character off at one point by doing a thing with the little clickies in there. And then when it came back the next time, he'd fucked with the thing to stop me doing it again. <laughs> I and I was just like, ah, that's great. That's brilliant.
1: It's, yeah, it's a really, it's an interesting. Because, I don't know, in some ways it feels very story-heavy, and in other ways it feels kind of hands-off. Like, it doesn't... I don't know.
0: I think you can engage with it on whatever level you want. Yeah. Like, if you want to dive whole fucking sail into that goddamn giant book, you are welcome to do it. If you don't, you can completely avoid it, Mm -hmm. and you can still get along with what the story is, you if you don't want to interact with any of the characters that's up to you. You could still right. get along with what the story is. Cuz mm-hmm. the story is pretty self-explanatory. The journey yeah, because, is self-explanatory.
1: Because I get the feeling that cuz the characters are very vibrant interesting characters and it feels like you could very easily just play the game in a way where it's like, oh these characters are fun and now yes. I'm and now I'm doing the, you know, the like sport part of the game. Yes. And then, you know, oh, I'm traveling with these characters and they're all very fun. And now we're doing the sport part of the game, right? And you don't really yeah. immerse yourself as much into feeling like it's an RPG. It doesn't really feel like an RPG, even though it's so... Even though there is a lot of story there. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's it's interesting how it's cool. you can approach it in different ways and still like it. Mm. I think that is that is a that's a really good thing about that. And I think they could have very easily gone in the other direction with it. Hmm. Uh, Jesse you played a bit of a fan Friday we sort mm-hmm. of had a bit of a back and forth on whether or not you would like the way that they delivered lore in that game like now that you played a bit of it do you have
2: any impression on that um I like the the text unlocking more text uh I like 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 little pop-ups that like if you want to actually know more you can get that I like uh the the book and learning about the world that way as well um the clickies, like Dodger said, it reminded me a lot of, uh, you know how in Hearthstone, when you just click on random shit and yeah, things happen? Yeah, yeah. Once I discovered you could do that, I never stopped clicking. There was always, I would <laughs> destroy spider webs just to see what would happen if I destroyed all the spider webs. I was like, oh, is that mm-hmm. an achievement though? Like, I, yeah. Um, What I, all that said, what I really like about this world is the, characters that that they give you like the art design the way things look um but more importantly the fact that you join your team well like well after they're established like they yeah. have backstories and they there are people that know them they already have a
0: relationship and, with each yeah
2: other. and i like i like that that you're the newcomer and they the three of them have a history that is um much more interesting uh than it appears at first and yes. I, I love I love all of that. I think um the way they do the would you like to know more kind of deal is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh and if you're someone like me, of course, you're like, okay, yeah, let's see what this is. Uh what I don't I like. I can never remember that, any of that shit when I hover over what, it. I'm gonna be honest. It what I well, work for the me. thing I didn't like is that you can still hover over it even after you've explored it. So if you meet like Hedwin, for example, and and then you see who is this person and you like okay and then the next time his name pops up you can look over it again it's like oh is this new information same damn Ah, thing
0: so you want a reminder of whether or not you've already read it because i mean i'm still being there because it it takes me several tries to absorb that yeah yeah that would be good yeah you're totally right you could very easily do that with a visual indicator Mm
2: -hmm. but other than that it's i think it's a fine game it's something i was not expecting i i uh, think everyone has the same reaction which is like yeah it's a sports game <laughs> it's
0: yes like, okay. it's a sports game with a choose your own adventure visual novel type thingy attached yeah. to it it's an rpg but it's not an rpg it's it's just it's pyre is what it is like it's it's what it wants
2: to be exactly what it wants to be yeah and it gives and you it, enough that if you want to re- there's some replayability as well in the choices that you make and there's things that you can do and you can it's change quite a lot of it yeah it's cool i think it's i think it's a fine game uh the music is fantastic as always so i'm not even gonna you know oh, yeah. it's great uh, it's just it's a solid game
1: the game has uh like pvp right like
0: it does like... but only local yeah or, or does... against oh, AI. okay that's that i mean which is a it's not surprising considering they've never done online simultaneously it's disappointing because that's totally a thing i would play yeah yeah it's like, you could hope for it in a future update, but it's highly unlikely. You know, netcode's a complex thing. But mm. yeah, local only, unfortunately, which, again, big, sh- kind of a big shame on that. Yeah. It's good, though. It's, re- it's... Yeah, the
1: game is beautiful. It's very yeah. different. Yeah, the art's really nice.
0: Yep, couldn't agree more with that. Hmm. Oh, God. So, uh, I, I play. Sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Yeah. I played a very small amount of Hellblade oh jesus and uh-huh. the shit that's Here going around go. regarding this game right now we had to get to it at some point oh my mm-hmm. god uh whole has been a bit of a mystery up to this point the game's been kept relatively under wraps with the exception of what exactly what the devs want have wanted to say about it and right. as to who got access to it it was very limited there were review codes that were sent out there were not that many of them and most of them were sent out very late so a lot of people who did get their review about, uh, and it was a launch embargo, by the way, which mm-hmm. even these days is fairly unusual, mm. is harsh, you know, especially since a lot of people were reporting, I got the code eight hours before the embargo and the game's at least eight hours long. So that's a fun one. Uh, we got radio silence, despite really having no problem with getting passed up from Ninja Theory, like, Their PR company sent us Enslave, no problem. They sent us DMC, no problem. Um, So I don't know really what was going on with that. I think it may be down to the fact that they kind of made this on their own. They didn't have a publisher with them. So maybe their PR outreach wasn't quite as good. Or maybe they were just trying to keep things under wraps. It's, It's also a possibility. But I didn't get much chance to play it last night before I went to bed. What I will say right off the bat is that this is a game that very clearly does not want you to be comfortable with it. It's no, not at go- all. going yeah. out of its way to make you uncomfortable. And it kind of warns you of that right off the go. You know, it's very, very upfront with, this game has a very strong theme of mental health issues in it. And we had consultants. And in fact, that's like one of the first names in the credits that they show you in the 10 minute fucking rowing scene that they start the game with is their mental health consultant. It's like, we are being very serious about this. Uh, yeah. They They list that for a good reason.
3: It was un- I watched my buddy Ace play it on on uh, on Twitch and like I saw par- I guess it was it must have been towards the tail end of the rowing because it didn't seem like it took that long. But
0: there was a lot of it. I, I think at least seven, eight minutes I counted. I just um, I put it in windowed mode and alt tabbed um, and I was still, uh, seven, eight minutes in. Yeah, it was just an, it was an annoying intro. That, was it I, I, I think annoying, annoying is probably intro. the
3: best word i can i yeah. can describe by to play that because even me just watching it was like hearing the whispers coming from all directions uh-huh. i mean that's that's cool sound design but i like i don't want to hear it non-stop you know like that ah, was well i don't think you'll like it. this
0: game then because it is gonna bombard you with it uh, that, at least in the first 20 minutes they don't shut up and i'm pretty sure that's the point there's whispers high. coming in for you from all sides always consistently all the time that's the theme of psychosis i
2: loved it (laughs) i loved it it all right so what they use and i don't know if this is accurate but this is what it sounds like um if you wear headphones it sounds very so asmr right when people listen to asmr one of the big things is to use those like binaural uh recording devices where it looks like two ears or whatever and people are like I'm talking over here. No, I'm talking over here. Like that kind of stuff. And I think that's what they're using to record stuff with because it literally sounds like it's around you 360. Yeah. I mean, they went really hard with the stereo spectrum on that. I loved it. I don't know if this is... Definitely, this is very much like uh, some of my opinions in other games where it's like, I hated that because I didn't like X, Y, or Z. But for some reason, um, the way this game played out for me is it could very easily... Like straight up, this is just like Celtic Dante's Inferno, kind of basically, is what this game is. Okay, and um, I loved the aspects of the fact that you don't know what's real through the entire game. You they kind definitely of... pull that a lot.
0: I was watching Zeke play it, and he pretty much called it. it's like that Birdman ain't real, and then he rounds the corner, big surprise, Birdman ain't yeah. real.
2: Like yeah. there's so much of the game where you aren't sure. What is real and, and and what is in her mind? It Because it's it. For those who don't know, it's it's a character who, um, God, what she's can I even suffers say from spoiler? schizophrenia, right? She's, psychosis, specific she's the specifically call of psychosis. a psychotic break. Like it's yeah. happening during the gameplay. She's lost it, and right. um, her life as you play, you discover her life has been like awful, like terrible things have happened. Her people blame her for a lot of crazy shit. Like she has a curse around her. And so, um, this is like her just like snapping, finally. And, um, so everything you see, you don't know if what you're fighting is what you're fighting, or if what you're fighting is even real, or if things that are in the world are real. Like, it's nuts. And the voices are
0: constantly whispering about that, to the point where it's even tied into the combat. Like, there's no UI indicator of a warning of an enemy swing coming at you. But there is an oral indicator; the voice, indicator will, the voice yeah. will tell you. But, but also the voice be like, might
2: be lying. Yeah, there's also like, watch out behind you, and then like, and, and then you hear it behind there. you, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh fuck! And there's just <laughs> nothing there. But then sometimes there is. And
1: so, um, can I, yeah, can I ask a really basic question? What you got? Sure. Is it like a, like at its core gameplay-wise, is it like an, an action adventure game?
0: Kinda, yeah, pretty much, ish. Yeah, it, it's it's got a. It's got a sort of third-person combat system. There's a decent amount of combat in it. Otherwise, it's walking, talking, and some puzzle solving.
2: Yes. Okay. And at one point, running from something terrible. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, some how long is in it? Uh, they're claiming about eight hours. Okay. I would Give say six. Yeah. So, like, um, the one thing that I will say is that uh, this is a game where the enemy types and varieties are awesome, but there's not a lot of them. Like mm. maybe after the first hour or two, you will have seen every non-boss character there is to see in this game, mm. okay. which I think is kind of lame. And and that's definitely a ding against it, which is like, all right. I, it reminded me a lot of, um, Oh, what the hell is that? Rise. That, that game where you play as yeah. the Roman dude. Yeah. Where after yeah, a while, you can only kill so many of the exact same guy with like a minotaur head or like a, flaming crow like you can only kill so many of those if you're like yes but can you clash your sword with your shield repeatedly or <laughs> forever <laughs> that's, the,
3: hype that's up. the best yeah, feature of Rise <laughs>
0: See,
3: one thing I will say about that game and I don't know I don't know if it was done deliberately I'm usually a pretty good judge of what is pre-rendered or CG and what's like live action there were a couple of characters that, have, that sort of like came up in I guess one of her episodes where I, I legitimately could not tell if it was a computer rendered Animation, or if it was live action that they had put
0: a filter. They've over. done a so lot I of guess... performance capture, in Hellblade? apparently. Yeah, yeah, Hellblade oh, used yeah. a lot of performance capture, which is why it looks like that. It, yeah, it was it was impressive. I yeah, mean, apparently
2: there were articles a long time ago, uh, like in June, May, something about it, where they were really uh, promoting the fact that whatever they used to capture it is just the actress. Yeah, it, I mean that.
3: It was very good. I mean, if I can't tell, that's that's got to say something for it. But one thing I will say is, I'm a I'm a pretty big like audio connoisseur when it comes to when it comes to sound design and just the constant the constant whispering. I, I know that it's supposed to give you sort of the the feel of uneasiness, but I, know I don't want that. If I, I don't want that, if I'm playing a, a game, though, you know, like I, I no, I, I don't case, want either. It's game, just annoying to me. That's the only thing. I mean,
2: this is a game that is meant to be frightening and scary yes. and not an upsetting and a game where it's specifically trying to make you feel the emotions that this character would would be like you're losing right. your mind. So as you play it, you're kind of going through the same thing. Um right. I agree that sometimes yeah. it's a bit much when there are like eight voices all like like all but yeah time that's fucking like when you think about it it's that's like if i wanted that
0: i just stream twitch chat provides that all the time like, <laughs> i don't need that in my game
2: <laughs> i guess it's just not targeted towards intriguing me to me it's i i look i'm with you dukes it's an intriguing that's why you keep playing it is if it hit if it like gets you you need to see where it goes like you have hmm. to experience the story um it's it's definitely an interesting one <laughs> it is like i will not spoil a damn thing it's interesting twitch chat's yeah. like here here so,
0: <laughs> i i don't th- i mean i wonder really if it is a good streaming game i don't think it is it sounds to me like that's a game you should experience on your own not with an that's, audience uh,
1: that's what i was gonna say is i uh like thinking about playing this i don't think that i would get the same experience out of it if i if I wasn't just on my own, letting myself experience it, you know? Yeah. I would, I would
2: say, um, cause I, this was after TB tweeted last night, like do your homework, Jesse. And I was like on it boss. So I played this <laughs> game. Cause I saw him tweet about it yesterday. I was like, we're fucking talking about it. So um, I honestly uh, would say, if, you, if this is a game you want to stream or want to like make a YouTube video of or whatever, play it by yourself first, experience it, go back in, play it through a second time. If you want people to watch you do it, because the initial experience of you playing through it will be ruined by you trying to perform yeah. for someone else. Yes. Yeah. Don't do that. Like don't try to put on a show for people. Play it by yourself with headphones on and like get, lo- It will you'll be weirded out by the entire experience and you will definitely look over your shoulder and you will definitely be like, Sam, are you, are you home tonight? I like, <laughs> swear to God, it, it, but it's not like terrifying but it grinds at you and it keeps grinding away to the point where you're like a little bit shook. Um, It seems like it'd be one of those games that'd
3: be like stronger as like an inward journey sort of a thing for yourself and then stream it afterwards. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I mean, that's the
2: whole point of it. It is, even though it's a game where you're fighting like barbarian men and like crazy shit, um, it is at the end of the day, a game about like her descent into madness. And uh, with all that said, I'm not great at the combat, but I'm never great at the combat in these games. It, it just is the life I lead. Um, Dodger would probably be way better than me. I will say, though, that I ha- did not experience the, <clears throat> like, the the maybe, maybe not game deleting your file thing. I don't know. Yeah. What I do know when you this die, thing. crazy <laughs> shit like creeps up your arms, and yes. apparently if it hits your head, You
1: like it erases your file. That's when your save gets erased. Yeah,
2: yeah I died like this times and nothing happened, so I don't know. I have no okay. clue. It looked cool, I was all corrupted and shit, but I don't know what the limit is or if it's real or not, I have no clue.
0: The current situation with this is fucking ridiculous, because it was reported last night by about five different websites Plus, bear in mind screenshots from the fucking game itself that says this, that it it exists. So you'd think this would be an okay thing to comment on because I have five sources and the game saying it. Right. No, apparently that's not okay because they may have just been lying about it.
1: Well, yes, so Sam and I were talking about that this morning. Like, if it was all a ruse to get people intrigued and like interested in the game, I think that the game already sounded intriguing and interesting without. It's that, so I to push a gimmick People or on that level, you know, it's weird.
0: People off. Yeah. So here is quote verbatim from the screenshots that are presented in the game. Right. Nothing edited out of this. This is exactly what the game says. The Dark Rot will grow each time you fail. If the rot reaches Senwa's head, her quest is over and all progress will be lost. Right. Tell me what other way there is to interpret that that does yeah. not involve resetting your progress entirely.
2: And this is I what's crazy about it is someone in chat posted this that PC Gamer did 50 deaths. Um I know that cause once I saw you tweet that, I was like, hold up. So cause I I didn't experience that uh and but you know, I I I suck, but I didn't die a lot. So I went online and like looked up reviews. Legit reviews at legit websites are saying this is a thing. Right. Yes.
0: Um uh I mean, posts on NeoGaf and other forums that. are saying it's a thing as well. Um that you know, and like I said, when I posted about it, I had five sources plus the screenshots from the game itself. Which you would, again, in this world, you would think would be enough, but nothing fucking matters anymore. So apparently it's not. Uh, But, you know, there's debates right now. It's like, all right, well, it doesn't kick in if it's just a bunch of deaths one after another. If you say, I'm just going to die 50 times to trigger this mechanic, apparently that doesn't work, that it may very well be uh, something that only happens if you die over multiple checkpoints and other things like that. Uh, Nobody fucking knows. At this point, like,
1: what? How would you even program that? That sounds like such a waste of development time. (laughs) How
3: would they be able to tell if you were dying on purpose versus like, oh, well, he just died accidentally or the power went off or something? I don't know. know.
1: I because that was my thought initially was I was like, yo, if I got an early copy of this game, I would just kill myself over and over and over again to see how long it took for my save to reset. But uh, and you know, if people are hard. already doing that and it's not doing anything, then it's like,
0: I bit like, well, why didn't the reviewers test this? I'm like, right, the reviewers got the game about eight hours before it came out. It has an eight-hour campaign, and you're asking why they didn't test the feature that deletes their fucking save file? Ha! Huh. Let me think for a second why they might not have done that. But mm. I don't know. It, it's it's bonkers. Like, I don't like being fucked with on that level. Like, in principle, I think that's just a bad idea. When it comes to a dev saying something is there when it's fucking not, it's Did the a dev
2: say it. It specifically says it in the game. I, I I get that. What I'm curious about is all the like. This might go back to reviewing and how reviewing works. All the reviews, because once you said this, I was like, "Holy shit! If that's a thing, I need to learn to play better." So, and then I went and looked <laughs> like every review said yes this is in it this is in it if you if the well, rocket yeah, because they'll have all done. seen the same fucking giant tooltip that says so but i don't know that anyone experienced that which i think is no. interesting that everyone then report like it's definitely a thing in the game but yeah. no one i mean i think
0: we've got to the point of just believing when a dev says something which yeah, to be fair weird. is reasonable when you put it in a giant tooltip in a game that almost has no text of any kind and yet you specifically put that text in the game I mean that this game is pretty much almost UIless for all intents and purposes, mm. and yet that specifically is in the game and written. Uh, it's there's I mean, two hundred and eighty
3: it, billion different combinations of how to lose your save file. TB, it's up to you to find it.
0: It I, I don't I, I I think it's I think it's nonsensical. It's you don't threaten a player with that. It especially if you are lying to them about it. Of course it's going to get reported, and of course it's a thing that people are going to take into account when they want to buy your game or not. Because that sounds fucking terrible. Consider this. like, Here's a scenario. I'm going to toss this out here for you. Bear in mind the PC port of this game is bare fucking bones. There's there's basically no uh, control over the rate of turn, camera, or anything like that. Let's just say you happen to have a disability not very good at games because maybe you have a disability, makes it a bit harder to play, especially when you don't have the options in the game. You decide to go into this. You're the kind of person that dies a lot, but you want to experience the narrative. Okay, you go into this, and then you suddenly find out there's a risk that if you die too much, your entire progress is going to be fucking reset. Bear in mind, this is a completely linear, narratively driven game, not a fucking roguelite or anything like that. Imagine that scenario, and then tell me whether or not you'd actually be happy about it. Because I'm going to go with no, and I'm also going to go with if we know about this this is something that we should tell people and some people have mm-hmm. argued that telling people that is a spoiler well to <laughs> me that is a fucking feature that is a feature that is something yeah. that is incorporated into the I game and that's something I, that I should think be that included something
1: that people should know about before they, purchase they absolutely it, should know sure. about
0: that
3: the more i hear about this it just sounds like it's it's some sort of gimmick for the game i mean it, and it's... it sounds like
1: it is because well, like... it
0: sounds like it might just be the devs fucking with us that the is, I mean, saying, I guess it's also true. It exists, but it really doesn't. And it's like, well, it's another layer to the psychosis and the way that we deliver that through our lunar narrative. Bleh. No man's save file.
3: <laughs> like, like
1: like me personally, I'm fine with that being an element to the game if I'm playing it. Like I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like the game giving me less ways to control my experience, especially in a game with like this kind of a concept to it. But I would not want to go into the game without knowing that knowing that like if i if i was playing it and just kind of like experiencing it and like having having fun or maybe not any fun i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it's like to play this fucking game but like <laughs> but like say that you know i died and it was like well you fucked up and then it started me over when before it hadn't started me over at all i would feel i would feel I really feel weird best, about that. especially yeah when it's
0: it's like, hey, you want to watch 10 Minutes of Rowing again? Because that's what we're going to let you fucking do now. <laughs> but and sign finally, me up, TV. <laughs> grab and a I, fucking you know, drink.
1: And, <laughs> I hate, and I hate
0: the argument. It's like, well, this is what gaming used to be like? Gaming used to be shit. I'm not sure if you noticed, but gaming had some really dumb shit going on back then. And yes, Super Mario Brothers 3 is a fucking incredible game. Would it have been better if it wasn't relying on having no fucking save states? Yes, it would be. All of those games would have been better with that feature. All of them, without exception. And like, anyone that says otherwise weird. is just looking back through the nostalgia goggles.
3: We're in also, the generation. Sorry, I go don't... ahead, dude.
1: All, all I was gonna say is, I also, I also don't know how to feel if it's all been a lie this whole time. Because part of me is like, you can't <sighs> lie in your PR about your game. And the other you part of me lie is in like,
0: tooltips like that. Yeah,
1: and then and then the other part of me is like, it's kind of funny though. <laughs> uh, like people I would mean, be playing it, thinking any, like, if I fuck up too much, it's gonna delete. But it never happens. Any press it like, is good puts press, you on I edge
0: even Oh, more. I got like, them some oh, fucking press. Uh, they yeah. certainly managed that. Uh, well, it pretty much put me in a position where I don't want to play it. But yeah. hey, you know they got press.
2: I don't. The whole the whole press thing though is the thing that drives me crazy. They don't specifically nothing says that it erases your save file there's no acknowledgement of that yet literally like going through everything uh, that i'm doing i'm like looking at all these articles about it right now and this is my favorite one so far which is literally dying this game makes you make uh makes the black rock crawl up the character's arm and if it reaches her head you permanently die as in the save file is wiped and you have to start over again personally yeah. having not played the game yet i'm split over the concept so no one People are just repeating things they're hearing. Yeah, they haven't even played it. No but the screenshots are in the game that say that. But like, it doesn't that, say it erases your save file. It's It the, says all your progress will be lost. What how other I, way could you possibly says, interpret it's not that? You say it to your save file. Like people are just create like adding to it because I don't see like, any other way to interpret that. Can but I, that's I, not what someone says though. Like like you can't just say a thing. And this is to like you can you, say can, a thing. What did okay, you
1: okay, okay, guys. Let's Invicta talk.
3: I just okay. wanted to, I wanted to ask if I could play just devil's advocate really fast. Feel free. Is it possible that the game has that tooltip to add to the uneasiness and the environment, yes. the mental cerebral struggle of the game, entirely and not actually, possible. not actually be yeah. a thing? It's it just could designed be some eternal
0: darkness bullshit. It's entirely possible that it could be. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's the problem. We don't fucking know. And in a game where the game barely has any text and any UI at all, the fact that they chose that specifically to line right. out in bold text is indicative that this is an important thing.
2: Right.
3: So I'm not going to play it either way. I was just I wanted to play Devil's Advocate for a second.
2: I I, I what I'm thinking is if you lose all progress. Like, is it, it? Could it have? Could it be? Maybe people just haven't found it yet. Could it be the fact that? Your adventure, your story ends, and you don't get the uh, the proper ending. I guess I'll say. Like, I don't like,
0: believe there's any evidence of that. I think there's only one ending to this game, to the best of my knowledge.
2: That's like I, I just it. I I am disappointed about the stretch that I don't think it's much of a stretch. Real I really news don't. outlets took like it's cool if you go on Twitter and say, "Holy shit, this thing has this, this, and this." But if you're like a real news outlet or you claim to be, why the hell would you then just jump on that and be like, "Yes, these people said it, so it must be true."
0: I Where's mean, yeah, your research? Where's your I mean, that... the research is the thing that's in the game that the devs said.
1: Right, but but I think what Jesse is saying is like as as a a journalist, right? Like a games journalist, if you saw that tooltip and nobody else had like confirmation from the actual devs that that's right. what happens. Why would you all regurgitate the same thing when nobody can actually quote from a dev like this is what happens? Because no one
2: had evidence that it deleted anything. They just had, this is what it said. And then everyone's like, mm-hmm. it deletes your save files. No one has evidence of that. No I mean, one. I mean, why- I just don't,
0: I don't know how else you could have interpreted that. Like bear in mind that like, the permadeath thing prior to release was a semi-known fact. Before mm. that, this is not something that just popped up. Like, we actually did know a little bit about this, but not much prior to the release of the game. Like, I I'd I heard, I just heard about it prior to release. I didn't know much about Hellblade, but I had heard associated with it some, some form of permadeath. What it was, have I we... wasn't sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we might have even covered this at some point on the show.
1: <laughs> have we seen any of the other... Like, what are the other tooltips in this game like? There are
2: no other tooltips. Yeah, no, it's it's the very beginning, the and it literally the my thing that says, "I'm just trying to mess with you." There are runes and crazy stuff like this. Again, this goes back to this is a game where everything about it is a lie, technically.
1: That's that's what I was gonna say. Is like if there were other tooltips and you could compare them and say, "Oh, all of these are bullshit,"
2: then there that are, would. To, to my I
0: knowledge, there are different. no other tooltips. Not that I have seen. And it apparently is apparently not the seen. It is oddly specific. The yes. way it's worded like that, it really is oddly specific it, that they would bring that up specifically.
2: Is but there it specific enough to say it deletes? Just say it. like that's what I'm. All I'm saying is the end of that.
0: I, it I does just, I just that don't it see any other way to interpret bit. it. Like, and all progress will be lost. I
2: mean, what? How else could you possibly
0: like, interpret progress
2: that? of what? Like that's there's a lot of vagueness there, even though it's specific in like really? you're going to lose some shit and this is bad for you. It doesn't say you're going to lose a save file. And I feel like that's the one logic leap everyone took that I don't know I agree with. Everything else you be like, whoa, wait, here's the what, thing, I, you lose? That's not so cool. So
0: here's why I think it's okay hard. to say that logically, right? The reason I think it's okay is because let's say you what it actually meant was you would lose progress in a different way, right? Well, when you die in that game, it's already you already go back to a checkpoint anyway, right? So you're already losing that progress in and of itself. So we know that that already happens. We know that also has no association whatsoever with the rot reaching sender's head. So as a result of that, I don't see any other way to interpret and all progress will be lost, knowing for a fact that regular deaths in the game result in what you would expect, as in going back to a checkpoint. It, I, it how certainly else? got how people else? talking about the game. I, I would in have never... Like, oh my else.
1: God, I fucking love chat right now. Everybody's losing their goddamn minds. <laughs> I, but, mean, but, L, I mean, hell, you know, fun.
0: you know good good I success to them for that. They got a lot of people talking about the game by doing this. Like
1: But but again, the game was already a cool interesting concept on its own.
3: Yeah, right. It, yes. It feels oddly specific they pushed this one gimmick if it was already interesting of no, enough gi- of a concept yeah. anyway, you know? I mean, I it don't doesn't seem like it, really. When
1: looking at the concept art, when looking at the summary for the game, we're like that sounds it like didn't an need an interesting gimmick. game, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, I don't know. It's is there it's a, just it, weird? Is like, there I, a
3: reason why it's called Hellblade? When I hear the world, the word Hellblade, yeah. I think of either Monster Hunter or I think of like maybe an ARPG or something. Because so, like. she's so, in a
1: hell of her own creation. Uh, basically, the, but the basis, the, like I was saying at the, the beginning,
2: it's it's Celtic Dante's Inferno. You're going yeah. to hell, and you're going to get hell H E L to give you back spoiler. Um. So like, yep. like it has the aspect of, like, you are going to go fuck up the Underworld, is basically okay. the plot. Um, there's, there and again, I guess that goes back to, is just, this real? Is just like, making sure you the, the title
3: isn't a lie, Jesse. <laughs> it's all good, bro.
2: You, don't, you don't lose your save file for not getting the title right. So no. uh, <laughs> I, I, It's, everything about the game is really, really unsettling and weird, and uh, uh, I guess I kind of want to go back to what Dodger said, that even though there is a controversy brewing over this thing, I don't give a fuck because I like that it unsettled people, it, like pissed people off and made them uncomfortable with the game itself. The <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck it! Well, like I'm like, all right. It didn't I mean, it's cool. Me, anyway.
0: enjoyed that. Uh, it made that. It made it so that I'm gonna play something else instead. Like it didn't yep. have that effect on everybody. Well, yeah. But you've like also you've with.
1: also said that you tried playing it and you were like, wow, this is not for me. I mean, right. it
0: probably isn't. But then again, you know, I only played 20 minutes of it, which is all right. na- pretty much all narrative and rowing for the most part. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I would all I would stick with the game longer than that, usually to, to get an impression of it. But I'm right. already getting the feeling it probably won't be for me, but I would have probably persevered were it not for the fuckery the fuckery it's associated like so much negativity now with the title that Mm -hmm. i just don't want anything to do with it and because there are so many cool video games right now yeah i don't like feel the need to look at that one specifically like for instance a few days ago actually i think we called this out maybe last week on the show There was a game that came out, which is a mix of an Aztec side-scrolling real-time brawler with a turn-based strategy game. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, that looks interesting, maybe I should try that. Sundered came out, still haven't looked at that. Tacoma came out, still haven't looked at that. Long Darks out of early access, still haven't looked at that. Lawbreakers came out yesterday, only got a bit of time on that. That's only what came out a few days ago. The new Batman just came out today. There's a bunch of other shit that's coming out over the next few days. There are a lot of really interesting-looking games.
2: Now, not to mention the shit I lost over, missed over the last few weeks. I, I think, I, I think that goes to gaming in general. Like, if something doesn't catch your eye immediately, then you, sh- at least in our end of the woods, should move on to something you just that move on. You know, effectively yeah. uses your time. Uh, but I will say that if you are looking for a story-based, like story before combat game then this is a game that you will enjoy um
1: yeah like the the, everything that we've talked about today has has not deterred me from wanting to play this like it sounds it still sounds like a game that is completely up my alley yes um, and
0: completely not up mine and that's fine that is entirely fine i i do feel like that fuckery one way or the other is less of a personal preference thing and more of a we're fucking with the consumer and artistic vision shit but everything else <laughs> about the game you know the constant whispering and the focus on psychosis that's that is yeah. what the game is not every game has to be fun every game must be compelling in some way i mean i don't you don't go and see a horror movie necessarily for fun you don't go and see 12 years right. a slave to have a
2: fucking laugh Oh, you know games what? games oh, are entirely good, capable of doing that thing good act like good call with the movie thing when i started playing this game about two hours into it i had a great i totally forgot to mention this i had a great um realization of what playing the game's like if you've ever seen the movie silence it came out recently um it is about uh japan and uh uh priests who go to japan to find a lost priest in japan and it was during a time period where oh they were like shit yeah right i went and saw that I movie saw that too. We like we were all in we saw the trailers and we're like holy shit yeah let's go see this it was myself and like davis and like we just went to this thing we walked out of that movie well we, before we went in the guy at the bar at the movie theater was like you guys are, are you gonna walk out of that movie and be like what the fuck and then three or four days later you're gonna be like oh my god that is one thousand percent what it was like—it was such an overwhelming, like three-hour experience, of just like being bombarded, sensory bombardment of shit. You were like, "What the fuck?" And then when you left, you were just like, "I don't know if I like that or not." But days yeah. later, we all got together you and were like, something, didn't you? "Holy shit, that was actually really like an experience." And that's exactly what this game is—it's yes, a game that while playing it, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" When when you get when you stop playing it, you're gonna be still shook up. But days later. You're going to be like, I'm glad I went through that. Like, that was an yes. experience that I'll remember for a while. And that was exactly what I was thinking about while I was playing this. Yeah. I just, I, that's I really. I still don't know if thing. I like
1: Silence or not. <laughs>
2: right. I agree with you. It's a movie that's just like, what the. Fu- yeah. It's, I, it's, I will say, tangent. The old Japanese man in Silence, who was the bad guy, air quotes, who, just, when he laughed, to go,
1: oh, was the oh my god yeah he was a I straight up guy. fucking anime character inside it of a was. brutal ass movie and i was like what
3: that was um, an amazing
2: character i don't know who that actor is i'm gonna find him and i'm gonna give him my own like an award from me for being genuinely hilarious all right
3: i think i just get my thing is i just think i either lose interest too quickly or maybe i'm i just get bored really easily but the the just watching my buddy play the game and listening to the whispering that's enough to be like yeah i don't Like I don't care what comes after that, you know. I just, I sort of, I'm not always frothing at the mouth for like I need some just action right now, you know. In in my video games, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for long narratives and stuff, but there, like, if something in a game really bothers me to the point where I can't stop, I can't stop like thinking about how annoying it is to me, then I just, I can't get into the game that much and and enjoy it. I mean, for like this has nothing to do with with Hellblade, but Enter the Gungeon was that was something that I could not overlook it was like it was fun i'm a huge isaac fan i like playing roguelikes but the thing that bothered me was just the fact that there is no item variation at least back before the the big patch hit and i could not as, as director, much as thank like thank
1: you so much for being I was, on my side this. i was like i was like I oh man look at the bullet hell
3: great. you know <laughs> great music and everything i just but i could not shake it i was like I, I was constantly bombarded with the thought of, I just wish I was playing Isaac right now. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm Devolver's the great. I like. Here's
0: the key point, like to, to get to the bottom of everything you just said and everything that we've all just said as well. The fundamental fucking difference between games and any other form of media is that you have to play a game, you have to actively participate. You don't have to actively participate in any other form of media. You can just watch it. You can just passively consume it. That requires far less effort. And as a direct result, games are in a unique position to deliver a narrative in a way that other medium cannot, but simultaneously are in this really difficult position where you can basically turn a game into work and make people not want to keep playing it. Mm. And they're they're wrestling with that. They're, Hellblade wrestles with that as well. In the you know in the first twenty minutes, I don't think they deliver the narrative very well because it's literally walk and talk, or in this case, sit watching her in a fucking boat for seven minutes and being like, whispered to non like in just a constantly. movie that would be fine. Yeah? yeah, but in a video game, no, it's an interactive medium. It's not necessarily so fine, and we're still as a medium growing and figuring that out. And that's OK, because, you know, a game like Hellblade is a really important step on that particular
2: road. And there and, are a lot of different ways mm-hmm. to do it. You're totally right in the fact that it is a game that can o- it's it's a story that can only be experienced as a game. It right. would not work in any other medium. You you couldn't do it the way that they tell this story Not in the same way. Now,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it because just, of, it, like the way that psychosis is built into the combat itself. And the actual game mechanics you're completely right that's that's that fundamental difference you can make a store a celtic story about psychosis and a warrior woman as a movie no problem you cannot make the exact same story where that psychosis is directly affecting your ability to experience it because you are an active participant in that story right that's the strength of the video game medium that no other medium has the but simultaneously, do, also the r-
2: hardest fucking bit
0: about making them,
2: yeah. right? Yeah, the best thing you could do in a movie version of this would be like, ah, we got a, a twist at the end, and uh, what we thought was real wasn't real, and that's yeah, that's been done a million times. Yeah, this is a thing where like you have to the the act of experiencing it takes you on a different journey than any other way to tell this story.
0: The act of experiencing it changes the art. You can't change. A static piece of art by experiencing it. You can change an interactive piece of art by experiencing it. Right. That's the nature of this. Every game is an incomplete painting and they're giving you the fucking brush and you might paint within the lines or you might not. You might have to paint within the lines because it doesn't let you do anything else. Or maybe you could paint all fucking over it. It, It's so, it's, it's, uh, and every single time that anyone else experiences it, they paint it's, in a different way.
3: Yeah, it's all going to be different. It's the it's the old bartender analogy we used. To use. You put ten bartenders in a room and say, "Hey, make a margarita." You're going to get ten different drinks that don't mm, yeah. they don't quite taste all the same, you know. And that that's sort of yeah. how people experience games or art in general. I mean, yeah, which makes it you good. Know? It also makes I mean, that just makes some things the end products, is not what the not what some people want to go through. Yeah, and that's fine. And
0: I th- it's just important that consumers know what they're getting into, right? Which mm. is why I don't like this fuckery. Yeah, just to bring it right back around so yeah i'll be interested to see what you think dodger after you've played it and what yeah. you think jesse after you've played more of it i i think this is definitely a game I, this is a game i would rather hear from you about than play myself right honestly cool and we yeah, hope you I'll like it, it dodger
1: thanks guys <laughs>
0: cool we're rooting for you let's take a break when we come back more about the games that we've been playing this week you watching the co podcast don't go anywhere or do because there may be a podcast, or there may not be. We don't know at this point. I mean, point. what
1: even is a podcast?
0: Nobody knows. That's a great I, question. What the what fuck is?
1: What the fuck is a podcast? What the fuck is a podcast? When there's video, does it count? Have yeah. we been TF lying is this whole time?
0: A fucking podcast. We'll be right back. Watch this nope. promo for my goddamn tournament on Sunday. Jesus. <laughs> In a realm begets by war. Fraught with chaos, strife, and lings, mighty warriors fight forever for the right to be called kings. They come from worlds so far and wide, lands which we've learned to revere. Countries all across the kingdom, but mostly, honestly, South Korea. And so again those kings will clash, August 13th, for fame and money, Honor and glory they all covet, if they can defeat this deadly bunny. And now at last the war continues, for us to find out who's the best. But something extra this way comes, for what's a king without his war chest? gentlemen welcome back to the co-optional podcast a little longer break my apologies for that stomach is not cooperating today
1: yeah no, having okay, fun dude? with that tb yeah,
3: i no, got i got something no, that'll fine. make you feel better it is the golden heavy metal salute
0: what the? you fuck? know the, the only reason the only reason that i picked the therapist that i did is because <laughs> she has a fucking metal hand statue in really? her office what is that yeah. from what- that. I mean, it's- there's a fucking mail hole! This?
1: Fucking no, but, I think he's wondering ones. where like, you
2: well, buy it, guys. I mean, m- I, lots
0: of places I'm gonna go with, probably. It's no, quite common. I it was an award. You don't
2: buy something like that! It is you an award! What is I it?
1: Heard
2: What's it from-
3: i earned it for being the most metal person of all we time whoa me. damn that's I
0: like a, that, so metal i'm sorry that that's like the fucking world's greatest dad trophy that i have on my shelf i know it's a lie like <laughs> i i know that they were just trying to make me feel better they right. lied to me uh, but sometimes was, you have lied. to
1: just like regurgitate the lie back to yourself yes. so that you yes. continue to improve as a this person. was made i think for
0: it's okay for that. them to lie to me about that okay okay just just, nope. just don't lie to me about permadeath the new video game and everything will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Here. God, the, Wait, God so... that Wait, so that was a fun discussion during the break. Holy shit. <laughs>
1: it, it actually was. Yeah. Um so TB, did you you said that you hopped back into Hollow Knight because of the DLC or no?
0: No, I never said that. I was curious cuz I never played Hollow Knight. I was curious as to cuz you hopped back into it, right? And I watched you play what I would best describe is "Welcome to my fuckhouse." Uh, the the video game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck
1: was that level? So, um, oh, the like Super Meat Boy. Yes, thing? what the fuck okay. was that? So here's been here's been my experience on my journey, my my quest to find the DLC in Hollow Knight. Because when they they drop the DLC, they have three DLC like. Add-ons that are going to be automatic updates. They're totally free. They're just like little extra things thrown into the Uh game And the game is already dense right the game already has a lot to it. Yeah, so when I beat the game a while back I knew that I hadn't found everything because at the very end of the game you touch like a like a rune stone basically and it gives you a percentage so that as you continue to play the game after that um, it'll it'll constantly update the percentage of completion for you so that if you wanted to, like, do 100%, you have an idea of how close you are, right? So the DLs, I, I finished the game at 71 or 72%, Okay. and the DLC dropped, and I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to get back into Hollow Knight. And people were like, just so you know, it's not, like, a super obvious place like the DLC is is not extremely shit. obvious. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm down to just kind of like, you know, get back into the game and troll around and and see what's there. I have been looking for the DLC for 2 days of streaming. Jesus. <laughs> and every time I find something new, I'm like this is it is this it i found it. it
3: it was something you missed the, the it's pre-
1: every fucking time <laughs> i'm like this is, surely i didn't miss this the f- this is so obvious there's no way i missed this the first time everybody's like yeah that was that was always that was always there that was yeah. always there you just never found it um <laughs> and so the fucking white palace the white Jesus palace was Christ. a shit show but it was really fun though i don't believe I was, you i was watching was. you play
0: that the, you were not having fun
1: but like it's one of those it's one of those masochistic situations where um the first time that you do a section, you're like, this is the worst. Who designed this? Who thought this was fun? Yes. Fuck that person. Oh my right? God. right.
0: You were right the first time.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then and then after after you die the first time and you have to do it again, then it's like, wait, but now I can do it so easily. Now I know the pattern. And you feel really cool.
3: <laughs> oh, that really so- is meat boy. Is, if that's what oh, you're yeah. if that's what you're talking about on the
0: on it's, the it's a right fucking now. galaxy quest situation where it's like why are these here wow there's no reason for any of this
1: it's man so um yeah so i found a ton of shit uh that i just never had before um beat the game again so that i could get is there, there are like three endings. One of, I guess there's f- technically four, but everybody was saying one of them is just kind of like a weird goof ending. So there are three like real endings that you can get. And now I've gotten the second ending because I found all of this other shit that I never <laughs> found before. And I have yet to figure out where the fuck the DLC is or what it is. So um, all of the bosses have a, like all of the bosses that you can beat in the game have like a run back system basically so that's been kind of fun going back to bosses that i've done it's so hard to not just watch it's so hard to not watch this footage of the white palace yeah. and be like i remember all of this
3: i'm just looking at this and like oh my Fuck god everything about
0: everything in that yeah no, absolutely metal. Of, i'll tell you, i'll say that
1: it was one of those situations where every time you had a moment of respite you thought to yourself surely that was it <laughs> surely that's that's all of it and now no. i can continue on no no no, no. you walk into the next area and hear those fucking buzz saws again like, <laughs> it's like, why is it. this here there's more yeah so it's uh the last couple of days of playing hollow knight have been um have been a test of patience for sure which fortunately i have a lot of normally so um doing the white palace and needing to upgrade, like, my my dream sword or whatever inside of the storyline, and so going back to old bosses and trying to beat, like, basically the hard versions of all of the bosses that I fought before. It's been fun, but I'm just like, where the fuck is this DLC?
3: I paid for it. I know I did. Because there well, are
1: the two... free, right? Isn't the it's DLC all free? free. Oh it's free it's okay, all, my bad. It's I'm, all a free I have not like, played like, Hollow Knight edition. so. Okay. Yeah. I just kind all of why they get away with so hiding
0: good. the shit and you know fuckery because it's like what's free so fuck you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, so um I
0: see the theme we're going for today. Indeed, <laughs> yeah. it is a fuckery day. All right.
1: Um apparently there are the DLC came with um a fast travel system um that'll for sure help speedrunners and it's also just like really convenient if um You know, if like if you're like me and you're coming back after a while and you're like, fuck, I just need to get from like A to B fast. And it's it's really irritating. It's kind of nice. You can like set a point that you need to go back to consistently. Um, So that's kind of a nice addition. But aside from that, I haven't found the new bosses. I haven't found anything. And people are saying it's really not a place that you would think to go back to. So now I'm going, what areas did I? like where is significant enough that i can think oh there's a thing there but not so significant that i would think there's definitely something there right
0: (laughs) so that's kind of you've had no desire just to look up where it is
1: no i have to find it tb i have to find it on my own that sounds like a waste
0: of time (laughs) but inward
1: journey tb but tb if i had looked up where the DLC was cuz it's been confirmed that you don't have to have 100%ed the game or gotten like any specific type of ending in order to get the DLC it's just there now.
0: Oh, so, so you know that. You're okay knowing that information.
1: Yeah, because I because I was curious when do you draw the line? since since I had since I had beaten the game at 71% and then started looking for the DLC after a decent amount of time I just wanted to know whether or not I was going to need to commit myself to 100%ing the game before Mm. I could even get to the DLC, Mm. right? Or if I could just, you know, hop back in and start looking around and maybe stumble onto it. Okay. And if I had found out exactly where to go, I wouldn't have found the White Palace. I wouldn't have found like all of these areas that I missed the first time around. So it's been really, even though I'm going, where the fuck is this DLC? It's been really cool um, finding out like, really major story shit that i missed just because i'm letting that's myself fair. sort of explore again that's cool um I'll hollow knight is an incredible game i never do that at, <laughs> everybody who's watching and if you haven't played it it's like maybe one of my favorite games of all time i to was
3: told nick, both nick and bear both told me to pick it up while i was on sale it's... and i and I, I ended up picking it up but i i'm not going to name names but i will say that mem- certain members of the nlss crew are uh, not too happy with the dlc it's apparently been a sort of a letdown for a, more than a really? few people. That's that's what I've heard. I mean, I again I haven't played the game, but I've heard some I haven't heard anything
1: good or bad about it. So
3: I heard But again, was, I'm, I'm avoiding it. Yeah, I, I mean I the what people were saying, it, it was it was mostly like it wasn't like it's like it's trash or anything. It was just a little bit of a letdown is sort of the vibe that uh, that I got.
1: Right. It's fair.
3: But I mean, will I least, will play it eventually.
1: At least it wasn't anything that anybody had to pay for. That is and true. Yes. I thought it like, was
3: paid DLC. So you no, can't complain the, about it if you didn't the pay The game
1: it. it the game <laughs> itself, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I've it took me forever to get even to the point that I'm at. So I've put I don't even want to say how many hours into the game. <laughs> but if somebody was like really focused and and remembered where shit was and wasn't backtracking as much as I had to, um, I think it's like a forty to fifty hour game. Wow it's, know it that long. it's, it's only a lot like, of
0: content in that thing. There's yeah. a wow. ton of
1: content in it without the DLC. I and um it's like fifteen bucks normally. And this last weekend it was on sale. So I know a bunch of people picked it up because of the DLC drop. I'm just
3: not a fan of like of of just of Metroidvania games. I, I just don't know TV's why I could same. never I, I could them, never get into it. Generally them. Like, speaking, I yeah. really do. The the only game in the last like 400 years that I played that was a Metroidvania is Dead Cells, and I really enjoy Dead Cells.
0: And that's barely um, a Metroidvania, let's be yeah, honest. And that's what yeah. I hear.
3: Yeah, that's what I hear is that that's like that's like Metroidvania light. So I, the more Metroidvania supposedly... game gets, the
0: less I enjoy it. Like from a scale right. of I think Dead Cells is totally tolerable to me, and mm. the level that I will go before starting to get annoyed by it is probably Guacamelee. Like that's the <laughs> if you go past guacamelee you're in the piss me off metroidvania territory right metroidvania guacamelee is just on that level and even then there's a couple of bits of guacamelee they're like fuck you so where's hollow
3: knight on that spectrum then because Uh, i hollow knight is way beyond okay Okay. yeah
1: because it's it's such a It's a real Metroidvania. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's if you don't enjoy exploration, if you don't want to start with nothing, no map, no nothing, and like figure your shit out, this is not the game for you. But it feels incredible to play. It's like such a fun game. It feels really nice. The combat feels great. And you consistently, if you're like, if you're really committing yourself to exploring and finding new things, um, you constantly wind up improving in at least some way. Okay. Like the game gives you lots of rewards for that exploration, yeah. whether it's story-wise or it's combat-wise. They do a really, really good job of of world building and also like combat. Yeah, I, don't mind. I
3: don't mind having to like explore and stuff and start from nothing. I just, for me, I think, I think my dislike of the Metroidvania is a little bit of the crypticness of like where exactly I'm supposed to go. Uh, but it, but also, most of the time, the combat's not all that engaging for me.
4: Right. It's, it definitely I mean, depends I on
0: I could, the game, I don't yeah. know if you
3: could tell, but I like action games
4: sometimes.
0: What? <laughs> no. combat was really engaging to me. Dead, Dead Cells is very engaging on that level. Um, yeah, that's why stuff I like Dead like Cells. Hollow Knight and Axiom Verge, less so. Uh, and to me, like the more exploration, backtracking, getting lost there is in a game, the less yeah. I generally like it. um so and metroidvania is kind of built on that Mm -hmm. so it's not a genre that if they really went full metroidvania that i'd ever really enjoy i think it would it would take something really fucking special to convince me otherwise hollow knight is not that game yeah from what i can Um, tell i think
1: for for everybody where the first bit of hollow knight that they're seeing was like that white palace footage um i, That's I think not that
0: representative it, of the game at all really it's
1: it's not that was a that was definitely like a very specific area i would say that it's not it's not nearly as much because people keep comparing it to ori in the blind forest and i don't know why ori what? i think is is much more platformer
3: i was gonna say it looks uh, a lot like ori, ori how it plays
1: yeah, the hollow that... knight is not really a platformer at all like yeah, there okay. isn't I think like, really I like can't stand the platforming. Or,
3: like. The
0: Ori comparison is a weird one. Uh, I think so too. It, it's mostly because like the Metroidvania as a label is slapped on a lot of things that only have very limited things in common. With Ori, the Metroidvania aspect is you need a certain skill to pass a certain point.
1: Right. That's right. really I mean, about as you, far yeah, as the Metroidvania You do in below. Hollow Knight at points. There are, definitely, there are definitely points inside of Hollow Knight where it's like, fuck, I need to really concentrate and like figure out how to get through this area or i'm gonna die like there's there's plenty of that but it's i think that it's much more combat focused than platforming focus that's Knight good is. that's good to
3: hear because that's the thing i don't like i don't like the platforming bits at all you're not you're not gonna feel games. like
1: you're constantly playing super meat boy with okay. a okay. good story yeah. like that's not avoid
0: like those platform heavy bits because you missed yeah. it completely the first playthrough so there's nothing you know necessarily wrong with that i mean Ori is a much more linear game than Hollow yeah. Knight is hollow knight like, is a much here's more your starting
1: point and now you can go wherever you want yeah
2: right
0: and that's, that's why i prefer bad. ori like the <laughs> less in the cases of those games the less linear it gets the more open space find your fucking way easily get lost in this area a game is the less i generally like it one of those so, where the heck
3: do i go games yeah i'm not what a fan of that i don't yeah.
0: i don't really like that at all Yeah, you know, i think there's a strength in linearity for certain genres and there's a strength in non-linearity for others for, and it's definitely ways you can do it that are better than others as well. I'd
3: say as someone who hasn't played Ori or Hollow Knight, I think I can see where the comparison, I, I thought that, it, that they'd be somewhat similar. I think it's more of the aesthetics of it all. The music yeah. and that's the sort of fact good. that you're they're not, you're playing a humanoid character, but it's not humans. I think that that's, yeah, to me, they're, they're sort of similar, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hollow Knight stuff. is all about bugs. Yeah. It is, Ew. It is. Nobody so likes bugs. No,
3: it's yeah. so cute.
1: I love it. There's but bug- it's also really fucked up, and I love it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so good. God, Hollow Knight's such a fucking good game. Everybody I'll, play Hollow Knight. I'll try so it. Good.
3: I'll I'll try it one of these days.
0: Unless you don't like Metrovania, place don't play Hollow Knight, because it's not going to be your thing at all.
3: <laughs> I'm always willing to to play new games. I may not like it in the end, but i always always try them.
0: Speaking of something that you've a lot of uh, well, to, at least two of you have gone back to in a fairly. Uh, zealous way i would say path of exile has clocked up a lot of streaming hours over the
3: Synvicta past few days never
1: left just to I be never clear. left yeah. never left path of exile
3: <laughs> yeah i've been playing a lot i do take breaks every now and then between the three-month leagues but the uh the fall of oriath expansion i just now got to the new axe in the Harbinger uh, league right it's huge it is yeah, it is very massive. I was genuinely curious because I didn't play, I didn't test it, and I didn't read it in the past. Just because I like to, I like to discover things,
1: see what's different on your own. Yeah,
3: I was really curious to see what they were going to do with the labyrinth, which is basically how you ascend to the subclasses uh, after you get okay. to a certain point in Act Three. Um, that's completely addressed. I was wondering how they're going to, how are they going to go from normal, normal uh, hard, and then you know merciless mode to how like they just make it into the other acts i found there 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 is an explanation as far as like where the stat down and the resistance downs come from so they, it's you could tell they put their time into it thinking about how they're going to address that i was worried that it was just going to be we're going to be rehashing the same four areas that we've been seeing for years now um and you right. do slightly spoilerish you do go back to some of the to some of the previous areas but they are okay. con- they're totally different Right. um it, it's just like it's just like revisiting when cataclysm came out for wow it's just it's that kind of difference I like from I,
0: I like that if i revisit somewhere that i spent a lot of time in and it's changed since as a result of story progression i think yeah. that's a good thing
3: yeah and they they also <laughs> they also integrate a lot more backstory and like and go forward with uh with characters that you wouldn't even care about um it, one in particular i do mean, not pay Nessa. any
0: attention to any of them because i play that game solely for killing things again yeah, so fuck i care, characters. i care
3: literally zero about l- a l- lore i'm not a lore guy um but there is <laughs> jesse i know i know i'm a, i'm an anti-jesse when jesse it comes to just that.
0: wants to like go to that room and just stop vomiting on Saint victor's head constantly like it just never ends <laughs> so just say where, so where <laughs> you live yeah,
2: there's,
3: yeah there's, there's a new fanfic right there for you uh the
2: she, she got real weird. Over the last I would not weeks. read that. I know, <laughs> not me either. He puked, <laughs> puked on him, and then he mm-hmm.
3: gave what?
2: he gave him this award for that. <laughs> no. uh,
3: best But, best there, award. but they, they do things like there's this one the, there's this one NPC in in Act One, a Path of Exile named Nessa. I'm not going to tell you what happens to her, but she becomes a major focal point in Part Two uh, when you get to the new acts. Uh, other NPCs like uh, like Groot, like Silk from Act Two, all of those, all those NPCs. I don't remember uh, and any
0: of those.
3: I'm I'm revisiting a- Act Three now, where you saw all these NPCs that they were just they were just NPCs. Just I mean, like they're basically vendors uh, oh, in yeah. the in the old school. Now they're becoming more involved with like, hey, this is a major part of the plot that we have to go and find this person or kill this person or stop this person. Sure. And mm-hmm. I was really surprised by that because they give you a really good reason that you have to go back and revisit places that you that we've all known and loved for years so it it is it is the best expansion they've come out with it is fantastic
1: so how do um because so I played this game like four years ago or something, and I'm yeah, coming back so for good. the first time and starting from scratch, and it's it's been really fun, and I forgot just how daunting the tree is and everything, but for it's, it's been cool. I have to
0: redo it, my level 34 character skills, so I'm like, I don't want it. It's scary. Just oh re-roll. Just
3: re-roll.
1: Yeah, everyone that I'm playing with, like I've been playing a little bit with Sam and Cinnamon Toast Ken and all them, and uh, they're all using, like, they've all found builds, that they're mm-hmm. using. Fuck that. I, I just oh, cool.
0: did my own. Really? Like
1: hmm. and, yeah. As far as, as I can tell, me-
0: like you <laughs> can't really fuck it up. Like to unless you're like, oh I've got to be super competitive, bleeding edge, top one percent DPS. Like it just what? doesn't matter really.
2: I
1: remember because anything else. Let's be real. I right because four years ago when I when I played it before I like I made one choice in the tree and I got a bunch of comments from the people who were like super into Path of Exile being like oh well that build's fucked <sighs> and I was like what <laughs> just yeah. already, already? what the interest fuck? To so like, it... it was it felt a little daunting for me and I think now I have I have a bit more confidence to hop into the game and just be like fuck you I'm doing whatever I want. Yep. I'm, ser- I'm searching for the word minion in the tree and I'm going to grab all of those and I'm yep. going to have a billion that's minions the thing I and do. that's going to be my build. That's my thing.
0: Yeah, I, mean, so, I don't um... know how hard the game gets later on now, but, mm. you know, everything I've played up to that point is I got absolutely no impression at all that picking the wrong thing in a build would fuck me forever. At all. No. Uh, if, if you really care about min-maxing, sure, but I don't. I really it's all
3: actually I just, just so... want to have
1: fun and watch things mm-hmm. die fast.
3: Yeah. yeah, there's plenty of ways to do that. I, <laughs> what i what I will say is that it is possible to screw your character over from a stats standpoint. um mm-hmm. the the problem of over leveling a skill gem is something that they've addressed a, a, a long long time ago. but in the previous uh, in the early you can early over
1: level a gem.
3: Yeah. So, what, what does you that can, do? Like, so, how does
1: that negatively affect so you? So, when
3: you when you level up a skill gem, it increases the base stats that you have to have in your character in order to wield that. So, for example, if you have right. Frostbolt, if you go past a certain yeah. threshold of oh, your intellect needs to be seventy eight. That's actually and- happened to
0: my character when I logged back in. It's like everything you're wearing doesn't work now. like, oh shit, I've got to fix that. Because
3: for those of you who don't know in Path of Exile, your characters, when they level up, they do not gain any base stats. All the base stats in the game are are given to you at the start, and that's determined by your class. And then you either pick them up via passive nodes on the tree, or you get them from gear, which is a majority of where people get like, oh man, I really need strength to get this axe, so I'm going to wear a belt that gives me strength. Mm -hmm. So if you have, in that scenario, if you have cleave, and let's say that to get to you you just now up your level of cleave to level 12 and then you decide oh check it I got a legendary belt I'm going to swap it and that belt doesn't and that belt brings you below the the strength threshold of using a level 12 cleave you will not be able to use that yes. right. back in the day in, in alpha and in beta you there was no, you were screwed you had to start over with a level 1 cleave now nowadays they made it a lot friendlier. You can use an Orb of Scouring or an Orb of a Regret, and you can actually either reset the level of the skill gem, or you can or you can bring it back one level. Mm-hmm. So instead of going from twelve to one, you can go from twelve to eleven. You keep doing that. Yeah. So it's it's much more it's much less hardcore than it used to be. Um, but as far yeah. as as far as you, if you're just playing for fun and you're looking for a build that just looks cool, if if you want to be a, a fireball wielding know two-handed marauder you can do that it's not i mean it's of course you're you're gonna get people like oh it's not the it's not the min-max way but you know screw those people i'm pretty much i don't i don't care about what those people say anyway
1: yeah so um maybe that explains kind of when i was playing it yesterday on stream um a couple of people because like every time it said that my gems could be upgraded, I just automatically upgraded them. And some of the people who were watching were like, you don't need to worry about this now, but you might want to be more like, like consider a bit more before you upgrade gems in the future, because you don't know whether or not you're going to fuck yourself over and not really be able to use it. And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. So to give you you an idea
0: what what they're talking about. about Sorry, go ahead, DB. Uh, but what you were saying with the ability to like regress the levels and do the or regret stuff that really doesn't matter anymore. No, it's it
3: still does because there are if you if you accidentally break your character to the point where it's like, oh, I can't use Cleave anymore, you can bring that back which which is nice. I'm glad they do that. but what they're, what Dodger is talking about, they' it's suboptimal. It's something that you wouldn't I, I don't think you should worry about if you're, if you're just playing. But there's a, for example, there's a skill, there's a passive skill called cast when damage taken. If you take that, the higher that you, the, the higher level that you take that skill gem, the more damage that you intake in order for the trigger to go off. And optimally, you want to keep that, you want to keep that, um, linked to a skill that is at level one so it's constantly going off because at the higher level it's you're always going to be taking damage so if that threshold of the damage for it to trigger gets increased you're not going to get the benefit as much as you would when you just simply leave it level one so there is optimal ways of saying hey you probably shouldn't go past cast when damage taken or immortal call past like level three or something like that but it's for coming back to the game. If you if you don't have a build that you're that you're just dead set on, I wouldn't worry about it. If the only thing I'll say is if you find out that oh I can't use Frostbolt anymore because you swapped out your helmet or your shield or something, then you can you can just regress it back a level without just completely screwing over your character. It's much kinder these days, and for a good way, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah,
0: I mean you know Bill said hey you know you can respect, but it costs a decent amount of currency, so you might as well reroll. That really depends on how much you value your time. Because Mm -hmm. to me, there is absolutely no way in a million years that I would just re-roll my character from level one again after fucking it up rather than just pay some currency. And you should be glad of that because I'm paying for your gameplay, fuckers. (laughs) I'm the whale. You hear some whale sounds? You want to hear some fucking whale sounds? Because right here. That's it's the free reason... to play,
3: TV It's free to That's... play.
0: Yeah, and it's weird because like uh, some people get like almost militant about that. It's like it's free to play, so you should never pay anybody ever. How do you think the servers stay up? How do you think people get paid to develop this amazing new expansion? Because some of us do fucking pay, and we're happy sure. to pay. It's okay. That is all, all right, and you should probably stop discouraging
3: Not, that because yeah. you won't have a Neither game play anymore. Neither playstyle is
1: better or worse than the other. The
3: whales, <laughs> yeah. the whales drive the whale and fund the game.
0: They fucking a, do. So respect the fucking whales.
3: I'm a I'm a Gacha game lover, man. I I don't mind dropping dropping money on uh, Gacha games as you know. It's if it's fun, it's worth it. I mean, I've been I've been going ham on on Monster Super League for the past couple of months. I've been loving oh, that no. game. I love it. I, it's I, I. stopped Summoners War. Me and Sam were playing Summer's War for a bit. I don't think he plays anymore. But,
1: no, he's uh, he's all in on uh, Brave Exvius right now.
3: Yeah, oh, that's another great. one that I that looked really cool. Oh, I haven't tried it yet.
1: You mean yeah. the best Gacha capture game ever? Yes, yes, that one.
2: <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. It's so good. I'm sure we'll get onto Gacha Orcs
0: later. Uh, that will certainly be coming up with the Shadow of War shit. Oh, dear. oh boy i can't oh, wait for fuck, that
1: i forgot about that yeah
0: yeah. that's our main discussion topic for the news today oh shit but that's now now's a great time to be to get into path of exile it seems uh, like man. it is yeah this is like hey you know the game that a shitload of content it is basically free and you are paying for convenience features through fucking tabs and shit they... well there's more of that now
3: ggg set the bar in my opinion for the mo the proper way to run microtransactions the only leg up that you can get is just more inventory space that that is it and, and the current you should buy the currency tab if you don't have it but mm. you don't have i mean you don't have to that's just it, it's as ethical as microtransactions can get in my opinion even with the yeah. loot box boxes because even even all the stuff you get out of those are still just cosmetic yeah i mean if you care about putting a bunch of blinking eyeballs in your in your you know hideout then and I, I do. Guess. I so
1: guess. you can't you can't just put any old stuff in the cosmetics tab, can you? No. Because like I it, put it, on it, I put on like a really ugly helmet, and I was like, oh, but I really liked the look of that plague mask, and I tried to put the plague mask in the customize tab so that it would right. still well, look like a plague track. mask, and I realized I can't do that. Like you, yeah, there's the no specific- transmogging. Yeah, yeah, it's specific gear that I you thought, can put in I thought that there. was transmog.
0: I thought there was something in the there store. There is a microtransaction
3: that, that. that you can that you can skin. You can reskin stuff with other stuff, but it's very rarely worth it in my, in my opinion. I, I don't. Well, I, yeah, I don't. That's entirely up
0: so. to you, and it. You know. It's, yeah, it's up to
3: you. That's what that's what it is. Yeah.
0: But hey, that's that's all good. Yeah, I'll probably play a bit more of it. I I have that level thirty four and. I think it's indicative of how little I care about the lore of that game, that I remember the name of my sword, but I don't remember the name of any fucking characters. <laughs> <laughs> my sword is fucking Shiver Sting, and I remember getting that drop and being fucking psyched about it and sticking with it and building my entire character around the fact that I have Shiver Sting. And I still have shiver sting I currently can't use it because I need to do my respec to be able to use it again. But I will. And when I do, you guys are going to get fucking destroyed. It's going to be great. We'll you should see the build I'm running right
3: now. I'm running a Glacial glacial Cascade Trapper build, or a mine build, where I, hit, I throw down the mines and I detonate, and it's just ice- Icicles cover the entire screen and just obliterate everything.
1: Yep. Oh my god! Yeah, That's Sam is Sam game, is doing not? like a pyromancer kind of a thing, and he literally walks He's into a over room, presses wheel, one, one is... button, and just. Yeah. Comets fall everywhere yes. and everything dies. And then he walks into the next room, presses and that's one not button. Fucking a shell. Like,
0: that's why that game is fun. That's why fucking yeah. Diablo 3 is fun. That's it's the best it's part just, of
1: it. It's just like that Diablo feel. Yeah, where you're just like, I just want to be overpowered and annihilate everything. That's like that's the fun. And and the <laughs> right. game has
3: some overpowered bosses, too. They'll they'll I mean they'll put you six feet under if you're not careful with those reflects, man. And that's yeah. that's the beauty of Path of Exile, is that they take they take ARPG to such an extreme. It's like you can break the game with a like a multi-strike flicker strike build, which is what I used to do. I called it the Caesar build, so I would literally be doing this on the entire screen, but then you'd run into a boss that has like physical reflect and you just die if you're right, not prepared sure. for it. So the game the game is very it's punishing but in a good way because you 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 always realize how you die. Uh, but the the beauty and the appeal for me, anyway, is just seeing all the crazy things that the that the engine, especially the new engine now that they've got 3.0, it can handle. It's uh, it's really impressive. Fantastic yeah. game, best ARPG yeah.
0: ever. Yeah. yeah, that's why I enjoy it. It's just it's ridiculous. I'll show Massive you the trap thing.
3: build sometime later, uh, TB. I'll I'll make a clip of it or something. You'll see how yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'll have can a look get.
0: at that. At my stupid fucking two-handed <laughs> like, build that I have. Yeah, but it also does a bunch of other shit. So, you know, I can't actually remember <laughs> Did you put multi-strike what? on there or something? Or I think so. I can't remember now. It has been about three years since I've played that character, but I am intending to play more of that game. It is... It's great. It is definitely it's, good. So yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, another game that I did dip back into now that it's finally officially out is Lawbreakers. Oh, it's out now? Yes, it mm-hmm. is out now. Uh, they finally did release the thing it's got a relatively active player base like it, i I w- would certainly wouldn't say it's massively successful you know it was about 3 or 4000 people online which yeah. is fine enough for a 5 versus 5 game that's not really important matchmaking hasn't been a problem up to this point mm-hmm. the they uh, since i last played the beta they've added a couple of new classes in they polished up some of the shit uh, i still think the game has some issues that can be solved by better map design And I think that's sort of what I'm coming... There's two main problems that I have with the game, and one of them comes down to map design, the other one comes down to teaching. The map design issue comes down to the idea that a lot of the maps are too small for the modes that they're on. Uh, There's a mode called Blitzball, for instance, where you pick up the rick rick is the voice actor from rick and morty i think or it's morty i don't know i don't watch the fucking show same but, guy yeah one way or the other you pick the ball up and you take it to the opponent's goal simple as that and if you die you drop the ball it takes a couple of seconds to pick it up again you know very very simple mode uh, the ball bounces around and yells at you because that's kind of funny and if you right. wait too long the shot clock goes off and it resets um the the problem with that mode is that you have a lot of momentum in that game and a lot of abilities that let you move real fucking fast and the maps are not really designed around that, so you can pick the ball up and get it in the goal within about a second and a half of you picking it up with certain classes, <laughs> oh, right. which is a tad fucking silly and very, very hard to defend against, especially with a disorganized pug. Um, the other issue I have with it is in the battery mode where you get the battery, take the battery to your base, charge the battery, you have to charge battery to 100% and then hold it for 10 more seconds, then you get a point. Um, is that the battery areas are way too easy to defend, and what I found is that we got the battery, got it to our base, then sat in our base, had no problem at all holding it because there's only three small choke points that go into that room, the room is very small, and without a disorganized five-man push, which is never gonna happen in a pug game, there is no way they are breaking that. It would require your team to be stupid and go outside of the room, which they have no reason to do, because they're consistently earning points for being there. So I sat there, playing um, Bombshell, who is the awesome, like, tank-like rocket launcher, Tesla coil, unlimited power Sith Lord fucking character, sat in the room, killing everybody that went through the door, and ended up with a score of 29 to 2, which is not bad. Uh, in terms of kill-death ratio. And I was like, well, I don't see a way in which a disorganized pug could possibly get in here and take that battery away from us. So I think those two problems are going to probably be a factor. I think that with Blitzball in particular, they're going to have to go and have a look at what Tribes did, realize that in a game that you can move super, super, super fast, got to go fast, got to go fast, it was still hard to grab the flag and take the flag to your base. And it was still hard to get that flag because there were various ways to defend against you getting it. And those ways are not present in the current Lawbreakers game with the maps. Like I I remember skating in at supersonic speeds and it's like, oh, I'm going to grab the flag. I'm going to ski. I'm going to, oh, that wasn't mine. I'm dead. Because of course there are ways or, oh, someone put a force field down that I pulped into. And there's a million and one ways to fucking stop that from happening. So that game was well designed in terms of defending against that. And in this game, that is not true at all. So they really need to think about that. Uh, Outside of that, the new characters seem fun. There's one that has a laser kick and is propelled by lasers in her feet, which is kind of great. Uh, So there's about I think there's about nine classes now. There's a lot of variety and there's a lot of depth in some of those. The other part of the game, which is not properly explained, which desperately needs to be, is how momentum works in Zero-G. Because most people don't understand it. Because the game doesn't explain it well. There's basically almost no tutorial whatsoever about it. And moving in Zero-G is a key part of not feeling like shit in that game. Because if you move like shit in Zero-G, you feel like, I'm just floating around like an idiot, getting shot, this isn't fun. Well, as it turns out, the way that you move in zero G is through a combination of movement based abilities and shooting backwards and shooting backwards gives you the momentum to move forwards. And there is a button that lets you shoot backwards. It's called blind fire. It's super fucking important. The game barely mentions that it exists. And that means that almost everybody's bad at it. So it's going to be comical though. You Uh, see everyone's flying through the air. Let me put it this way. Someone that's good at movement dominates those who are not in that game as a result, because they're literally floating around as easy-fucking-duck targets. It's (laughs) a joke. And they're not enjoying the game because they're floating around and feeling stupid, but if they start to figure it out, some of the classes are easier to figure out than others. Like, you play the assassin character, you can throw your knife out and swing on it like a fucking rope, which feels awesome, by the way. You combo that together with your movement, suddenly you're flying through zero-g at high speeds and murdering people. Combine uh, play the um, Vanguard class who has a jetpack. She can just boost forward in that environment, which makes it a lot easier. Play some of the other classes that don't have those things and don't understand how blindfire works. You'll feel like absolute crap. So yeah, they the tutorial is garbage in that game. It needs an entire tutorial dedicated to that movement system. Like it needs a course. You remember in Titanfall where there was a wall running course that you had to beat in a certain amount of time. It needs that. Needs that for movement.
3: I enjoyed those, weirdly. I thought those were were engaging in Titanfall.
0: They were fun. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think you could build that in. You could build that challenge mode in. Like, go watch a proper player of Lawbreakers use the movement system, and you're like, oh, this is what's possible with it. Okay, I understand now. Uh, They've Mm -hmm. done a shit job of explaining it. Uh, So -hmm. far, though, the game has a player base. We'll see if it does in a few weeks. Obviously, a 5v5 game with short matches is not really a game where you need a huge player base to support, but... If it starts to lose player base, which it may very well, because it's a thirty-dollar premium FPS, then it's probably going to struggle. Uh, I think if they need to, the the next thing they need to look at is tutorials and map design in a big, big fucking way, in a huge way. They've got to go right in on that. That needs to be their main focus immediately, because some of those modes do not work as a result of that map design. They are just not good. Yeah, outside of that, I I, I enjoy it. It's got a nice attitude. Yeah, okay. It's a bit '90s, super rad, dude, cool. Okay, uh-huh. we actually don't have that many of those games anymore. That's actually okay. I don't mind kicking somebody in the face, and then that person, uh, then my character saying "Go fuck yourself" to that person. That's actually fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, we... I know a few people who are enjoying it, yeah. but I don't know a lot of people who are playing it. If, if <laughs> yeah. that makes sense.
0: It's it's not it's not a big launch. There's no doubt. I know no. so Hinky's been playing, he's been asking me to try so it. So Hinky's been
1: playing it a ton. I, yeah. Every time I see him here, I'm like, what you And He's like, oh, just play Played some Lawbreakers. <laughs> yeah. If you get, you if guys you get into play? it,
0: you definitely want to drag other people into it. Probably just yeah. because like, hey, this is actually good and has original ideas. And the character design is way more in depth than Overwatch's. Like if you thought, hey, right. I like the idea of Overwatch and having skills and a character, but I wish it was way more in depth and rewarded my skill way fucking more that's lawbreakers in a nutshell all the characters reward your skill in a much bigger way than overwatch does so Mm. you know if you're looking to kind of graduate from that style of play towards maybe one that's a little bit less (laughs) team-based a little bit more focused on individual skill then that's it that's the place that lawbreakers has in the market right now that's what Mm. it's for
3: that was my favorite part about Titanfall was the was the the parkour movement and having momentum and flying through the air like but gracefully though I mean yeah feeling like I would have no control over that doesn't sound like a very fun time to me
0: yeah and you feel like you don't unless you learn how to chain that shit together like Which the game the doesn't vi-
3: teach you assume. the game doesn't teach
0: you that at all no yeah. it's like hey um the character I usually play Titan can rocket jump does the game tell you about that fucking no would you assume <laughs> that she could rocket jump no she's a huge <laughs> the biggest character in the game. Like, she's huge, and she's like 650 HP, big tank character. Yeah, she can rocket jump, and that's kind of important. And you can chain that together with all sorts of other shit. And the game never tells you any of that.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, dear. Yeah, they have to. They have to. They really have to. It's going to really sell so me on the game, TV. No, it's not, and it's not my job to sell you on it. It's my job <laughs> to tell them, oh, God, you fucked up by not telling people this. Jesus. And that's because why see, we love you, TV. I see so many comments about this game on forums and on reddit and shit about that movement so well the movement feels like shit it doesn't you just don't know how to do it but it's the game's
2: fault what? for not teaching you right absolutely that's the problem is is it's a game mechanic that is super difficult
0: mm. yeah and, and the game doesn't bother to explain it it's one of the most original parts of the game the fact that you could fire backwards to the best of my knowledge has never been done in an fps before ever to the best of my knowledge certainly not in a competitive one and yet, not only is it useful for firing at people that are behind you and chasing you, but it's also a key part of the momentum mechanic. And the game explains that. God. Ah, oh, just they sort of go in there and just get a fucking, an old fish, like a three-day old fish, take it and just slap, move on to the next dev, slap, uh, move on and keep going until all the devs have been slapped. And then they will, then they will realize that they
2: have made was- a huge
0: mistake. Me and Jesse
3: both had the same reaction. You're wondering where you were going
2: with that one. I just it, it's it's a weird <laughs> thing that, that I think uh, in the market of of like competitive FPS games, people have to get creative. And I don't know if this was the right direction of creativity. It's cool, but it's difficult for people like it's already difficult for people to understand. And then to master and all that stuff, it makes people the exact same thing with every time a company came out with a new MMORPG. It makes people just want to stick with what they know. And so rather than move on and try something new, they're like, that looks complicated. At least I know how to play Overwatch. And they just stay with it.
0: Oh, yeah. Familiarity is definitely a strength of those games. No doubt about that. Getting getting people to move in particular when you ask them to pay $30 is a tough fucking sell. No -hmm. doubt about it. And that game is going to have to battle against that. And a lot of people say, "Well, this is going to be the new Battleborn." I don't think so. I think Battleborn made a lot of much bigger mistakes on launch than this game has. Like it was barely watchable for one thing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, this Battle game Board, is this game does not have that problem. This game is visually distinct. It's
3: a, it's a little bit of a tragedy what happened with Battleborn because I actually enjoyed the game. We did me for strategy too. gaming. I think everybody Mathis. here
0: did to some extent.
3: We yeah, I mean, we did we did that charity uh, event for the launch and stuff, and that was a lot of fun. It was just like you know, if they would have tuned down the visuals, I think it would have been great. But
0: it would explain it, the concepts better, and you know, just I agree. Mar- the marketing was all over the fucking place. Yeah. Uh, oh dear. And they obviously didn't... wrong place, wrong time. We could we come back to this every few weeks, like we lament Battleborn, but ultimately, like yeah, it was a good game drowning under bad ideas and bad decisions. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's only so much you can be an apologist for that before you realize actually the game and the devs were kind of at fault here. And we really can't blame people for not sticking with it. You, yeah. you can't just sit there and say, gamers are so dumb and won't try new things anymore. Yeah, and I, mean, I resent them for that. It's, it's I It's not know you the can consumer's
1: fault for no, not, it's not being convinced that to try the game, like... Well, yeah, it's,
0: de- it's the dev's job to convince <clears throat> them of that.
1: Yeah.
3: And everyone was going with the caveat of, oh, well, it just came out at the wrong time because it came up against Overwatch.
0: I mean, it, it did. It but did. But simultaneously, did it stand a chance any other time? I don't know. No, Not because they wouldn't... State.
3: They, didn't sh- they didn't show the highlight, the the fun parts about the game. They were too busy making sure that it wasn't... that everyone knew it wasn't Overwatch. And it's it's like, about
0: communicating the soul of a game, right? Right. It was, um like, I always go back to this because, like, it's something that I kind of i'm kind of proud of but maybe shouldn't be the way that uh the devs of renowned explorers wrote that article which basically said that i saved their game right and the way that they said that i did it and the way that nobody else managed to it to that point is that i was able to communicate the soul of that game to my viewers in a way that nobody else had done before and that's what allowed them to break through triple their sales and basically survive as a studio right games especially ones that do different shit have to be able to communicate that vision to the consumer and if they fail to do that that game will fall flat on its fucking face and it doesn't matter how innovative or good you are it doesn't matter the Mm -hmm. consumer needs to tap into the same thing that you did in the development house they have to understand that vision and why it's exciting one game that that fits that
3: very that very same analogy is invisigun heroes there, yes, there's a there's is a gone. huge yes. there's a huge duality between the fan bases of when the NLSS crew played it and this is not a shade cuz I'm friends with all the guys their fans hated the game they absolutely yeah, hated it because they're like you know it, it's not it's nothing you know Ryan and them it's not it's not the way they presented it it's just it's just that the game the itself experience. wasn't conveying what it could be enough to the point where it was overt enough for people to understand like oh this yeah. is sort of like actually really engaging if you stop thinking about the fact that you can't see anyone now it's on the flip side engaging on the flip side when me tb jesse and slow beef played it everyone was just they were eating that up the on youtube but it. on twitch they got it yeah because yeah. people got it you know yeah that and that's the that's the biggest like sort of yin and yang when it comes to you know, if it's if a game isn't presented in a in a, in a compelling way right from the get go, and people have to figure it out for yourself, their judgment lies in the hands of the presenters. Yes, right. And if the presenters aren't exactly getting it either, if it's or if it's too ambiguous, it's it's just going to look like a mess. But on the flip side, if it is presented in a way, again, you are at the behest of you know, well, is this person going to play it you know the same way they did, or are you going to present it some way differently? Yeah, but and that's you can't not... necessarily dictate that. Yeah, but the know? but the the. the the problem for game devs, I would imagine, is that you can't leave that up to that chance because you could you could have a really popular streamer be like, "This game is like just god awful, terrible." Yeah, just not you know? get it, and
0: there's nothing. Yeah, you they can just do don't about get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, interesting it, you should mention Invisigun, by the way, because that um, visual element, the fact that streamers, this is the weird thing to me. To me, that's compelling as fuck, right? The fact that the streamer and the audience are both in the same fucking shoes that they can't see. The other players and they can't, they don't know where they are, but they're reliant on environmental cues is to me super compelling viewing. But to yep. a lot of viewers, that's bullshit. And right. Invisigun's actually put in a mode now. I'm going to be doing most likely a promo stream the next week for this because it's going to be going on sale on Chrono. And they're like, hey, we've put the mode in now where there is a spectator mode that lets you stream and it lets the stream viewers see with a delay, obviously, where everybody is. So huh. the stream viewer gets a different experience to the player. And weirdly enough to me, that makes it less compelling. Being able to yeah. see where the people are makes it less compelling. But I have to understand that as a player, I'm not having the same experience as the viewer is. So right. I am, yeah, I it's going to be really interesting to see how that works out. So- to me, it's a difference
3: between you're you're playing in a game where someone else is commentating versus you're the one doing the commentating. Like, if you can in, – in Invisigun, if you can say, like – obviously, all of us are going to be speaking out loud, like, oh, I saw that footstep there, TV, or I saw Jesse do the flip or whatever, versus someone who, you know, if, if we're just watching, like, an eSports, if someone's commentating, then, yeah, everyone being invisible would certainly be like, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, it, even the cast just can't see anything. But if well, the sure players have. are the one uh, – if the players are the one engaging the people into the game to me i think that that's way more that's way more fun than just being able to see everyone on
0: delay you know so yeah i mean i agree I, with that but simultaneously we've seen both sides of that from the audience haven't we yeah i mean the, the audience NL, that hated the, that the and NL, audience
3: that didn't the nl fan base absolutely hated that they hated space food truck i love space food truck when we played it i loved space food truck
0: and we got oh, a man. we got good response on the space food truck when we streamed it as well yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, like it that. was a
3: ton of fun. I mean, but, but they, but they tried it on the NLSS and that, that game bombed hard, man. It, it became a, a meme in of itself. It's like, Oh, this is another space food track. I'm like, man, I love that game. I love Invisigun Heroes. I wish, I wish the game took off more. Cause it was actually a lot of fun when we were, when we were
0: playing. Maybe NLSS just needs to be more entertaining. Am I right? Yeah. Maybe this need to be that, better. Re- take that rehab. Maybe they just suck at, at, at their jobs.
1: <laughs> it's always <laughs> hard is, when a game, um, like, I uh, speaking of face face face, uh, face food I'm truck sorry. Face, face
3: food truck. Yeah. Sp- yeah. Food? yeah.
1: Speaking of a uh, space food truck, the I one. do not enjoy playing that game by myself at all. Uh-huh. Um like I I do think that it's harder when a game is reliant on you not only playing with another person, but like getting the maximum amount of enjoyment out of playing with people that you know. I think yeah. that that winds up being a big barrier, and I—it's not that I don't think that those games should exist, because they absolutely should, because they're very, very fun if you have the right, all of the right variables in place, right?
0: It's an—it's the uh, the social intangible is really important, because you can, there is nothing stopping you playing Space Food Truck as a solitaire game, nothing. No, you can. Money. You totally can, and you know. The, <laughs> And the, uh, the market for solo, solitaire board games, by the way, is actually quite large. People develop them deliberately. Uh, it's a selling point for a lot of these games mm-hmm. that you could play them solo. And I, I own a few of them that could be done that way, like um, the Lord of the Rings um, LCG. is a co-op LCG that you could play either solitaire or with two people. And I've read a lot about it. I've never actually got it out and played it. But it's like, this is one of the best solitaire games. You challenge yourself against the deck. You build a deck to beat the adventure deck. And then maybe you buy the next deck and you upgrade your deck and all that shit. But to me, if without the co-op element, I probably would not be compelled to play it. And with uh, Space Food Truck, the fuck-ups that are brought to you by the cooperative element are what make (laughs) that game to me. I like playing it solo.
3: I mean, I'm, I might just be weird. I don't mind playing solo. Just it's fun to fire up a game, see how hard, how far you can go. But that the thing right. with when we streamed it was that all of us were getting into our characters as well, and I think that that's what really made it engaging for people. That makes because a huge math,
0: difference. It makes a huge yeah. difference to presentability. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. There was absolutely when, no doubt about that, and, and when like, the life
3: support gets when it gets dinged by a meteor, and and we're all like, why is that on the outside it's of the like, truck? Oh, and then
0: God. yeah, yeah, we
3: yell at Mathis and we yell at at, at Ryan yeah, for being the, viewer, the scientist, right? and yeah, that that made it that made it engaging. But I, I have fun playing the game solo. But again, I just might be weird in that in that sense. For
0: that no, game. I don't think I don't think you are. Like I think there's a significant audience for that in particular mm-hmm. with uh, those deck builder style games. There's totally a solitaire audience for that, and that's totally fine. But yeah, as a viewing experience, it's like adding that that intangible, the social element to it is what makes it for me as a viewer, but also for me as a player. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play those games solitaire. And if you're not
3: doing it, it's probably really boring. <laughs>
0: yeah, probably for a lot of people. <laughs> yep, cool. Yeah, cool. Um, shall we uh, move on to some news? Let's should we talk a little bit about that. Uh, let's take a short break. Let's take a couple of minutes break and then we'll come back. We want to talk about Shadow of War. And they'll be talking about The fact that every single announcement for that game seems to piss people off more and more. So (laughs) we'll be finding out about Orcs in Boxes right after the break. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast, don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Right. Okay, Shadow of War. So the Mm -hmm. sequel to middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor is coming... A lot of people were quite excited about it, especially when we heard the expansion of the Nemesis system and how forts were going to work and stuff. Although some of us had a little bit of skepticism that was going maybe a bit too much in the Far Cry route of bullshit. Well, the bullshit has sort of been magnified significantly over the last few weeks as announcement after announcement has come of features that I think a lot of people probably didn't want to be in their game. Mm -hmm. And it's now come to a head with ranked online mode that can indeed be affected by microtransaction payments so that's great uh it's started, started to culminate over the last couple of weeks with the announcement of the market because everybody wants that fucking word to exist in their video games oh, right
1: yeah yep. i love why, markets
0: why would you ever not want that this was uh they explained oh well you'd be you could buy premium chests to skip if you want but you could totally acquire this gear in game and there's another currency that you could acquire and whenever i hear like the word multiple currencies i just sort of want to take a drill and shove it in my eye and just turn it forever it's pretty metal in, it, it is it is but painful but probably less painful than dealing with that <laughs> now that was like the, the, that was, and that of course started the first set of controversies like oh well it's optional it doesn't matter you don't have to buy the man better better bad it's, it's a single player game so it doesn't affect anything better 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 right up until we discovered that the game actually has an online leaderboard based fucking ranked mode where you can invade other people's fortresses and permanently kill their shit which is actually affected by the chest that you can buy at which point yep. that argument went right out the fucking window didn't it
1: yeah, that's an odd choice for this game, I think. I'd say so, yeah. I don't I don't understand adding in, like, a player-versus-player player invasion system.
0: And it's, yeah, the kind of meta-invasion system of, like, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5's fucking forward operations bases, basically, yeah. is what they decided to put in here. And just- it's... Oh, God, it's a bad idea. Oh, Jesus.
3: Would you be okay with it if they said... The gear in the – in well, I guess players aren't – they're not directly – they're they're directly in combat with each other, right?
0: In, so in the here's team, what we know about apparently? it so far. Here's what we know about it so far. Uh, okay. It's – uh, so the player has a new multiplayer component that allows you to invade other players, captured fortresses, and defend your own for similar assaults. So their mode is called Social Conquest, because that's a stupid fucking name for anything. and see, It's quite like the forward operation-based missions in Metal Gear Solid 5. After you defeat all the Orcs control in the fortress, you can take control and customize it. You'll be able to install commanders and captains from your own Orc army and buy upgrades to make it more difficult to capture. After customizing it to your satisfaction, you can then share your fortress online, which allows other players to then attack it, attempting to kill your followers and capture the base. One assumes that this sharing is optional. Uh, there are two variations, friendly conquest, which allow you to r- maintain all your followers, and ranked, which lets you rise up the leaderboard with permanent follower loss. And if you succeed in it, you get loot chests and spoils of war, and, uh, and you-, you get items and other shit.
3: And the gear that you can buy actually does affect stats in the... Oh, for directly, the rank, yes. ...for the rake mode, yeah. That's, Absolutely, that's, yes. That's insane.
0: 100%. It affects that and everything else. It- yes, yes, Jesse. Yes, Jesse.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but... Why is Shadow War multiplayer and have multiplayer functionality online?
0: Because fucking Warner Brothers, man. They shoehorn in this shit. Because they but, couldn't do a
1: pay see, to win I, then, Jesse. That's what I'm wondering oh. too, is like if the the first one did well and so now right. the big companies that are associated with it are like, but now as much you bullshit do it again, as we can. And we can get more money. Yeah, because no one is boycotting thing. this shit.
0: I can guarantee you this. The amount of apologism I've seen over this game and all the bullshit that's been shoehorned mm. into it has indicated to me proof positive that the only people that fucking care about boycotts are the people that are boycotting games they would never have fucking bought anyway, and their principles go right out of the fucking window as soon as it's something they actually want. It's real easy to boycott something you never wanted to begin with. Yes, Jesse.
2: <laughs> Maybe <Here's-> I'm
0: old. <laughs> I don't think you are, because I think we're on the same fucking page here, but go on.
2: Why wouldn't Uh (laughs) they address the issues from the first game, the few that there were, and the fact there was no final boss, and just make a better version of the first one that
1: was pretty fucking dope and not add stupid shit? Well, yeah, like when, when we first started hearing about Shadow of War... I think everybody was pretty jazzed because really? it was like, okay, it's yes. going to be the same game except they'll they add fix in that, the shit that like wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the orcs. The orcs can like join your side and wind up being like friends or being enemies, and like that, like expanding on the nemesis system and all yeah, of that. That the was the most engaging harder, part, you know, of, Shadow yeah. of Mordor.
0: It totally was, and no other game up to this point has done the nemesis system, and like they've got all in on it. Like you can import. Your biggest ally and your biggest nemesis from the first game, so they can be in your second one, which is great. Mm-hmm. That is like, awesome. That is an awesome feature. they realize realizing, but they've focused so much now on other shit that I'm like caring less and less and less about this nemesis system. How do like, we monetize?
3: This?
1: It's it's being overshadowed. Oh, ah, yeah,
0: like, ah, ah! I like it? Yes, yeah, good. It's good.
1: Yeah, I mean. Ah! That,
0: <laughs> to me, like the, the microtransaction get a legendary orc out of a box bullshit is overshadowing the Nemesis system because you are essentially putting in a way to massively inflate the number of orcs that are in the system without having to uh, encounter them in the game itself. And right. now this ranked mode is in, we know for absolute certain why that buy the box system is there. Because, yes, the ranked whales will absolutely buy orcs to be better at that. And especially mm-hmm. since the Orcs could permanently die in the ranked system. Of course they will buy that. 100% see how much people spend on Ultimate Team Mode in FIFA and tell me that there is not a huge market in Wales for that. The reality is that Warner Brothers, they're not okay with making lots of money. They want all of the money. They're not okay with just
2: $60 plus DLC. They want thousands from people. Am I, let me rem- am I remembering correctly when... Cause this thing is saying that each box will have weapons, armor, XP, and characters like follow us. Yeah. You can get. Yes. Um, there was no weapons and armor in the first game, right? It was you level up. A skill not loot wise.
0: No, they didn't. Ha- they didn't have a loot system the way they do now. There's a there's a full on epic, legendary, etc. Loot system in the game now.
2: So this is a game. Does. It's less story-driven and more grind-driven is what they oh, created. Oh, totally. Yeah, because... Well, that's yeah. fucking I- stupid. I don't want to play that. To I want to play a continuation to the first game, yeah. which had an ending that wasn't really a fucking ending. Gotcha. And you want to,
3: and you want to gotcha. share the narrative that you that was created out of your out of your nemesis and your ally system. Yeah, I mean, you see, that's the yeah. bit that I
0: care about. I don't care about yeah. the the preset story. I care about the stories that I was able to make in the nemesis system, and I yeah, care about thing. that fucking asshole over there yeah. that I basically went on a six hour detour just to fuck with because he kept showing up and fucking <laughs> with my shit. And that to me was super fucking compelling, and I wanted them to expand that, and they have to some extent. Uh, but in doing yeah. that, they've stuffed it full of bullshit, which may or may not be enjoyable at all. And now they're stuffing it full of even more bullshit, which is extraneous. And the argument that you can ignore it in terms of the online ranked. Yes, you can. But one, it's a bit weird to do that when it's a boxed feature. It's like, hey, ignore a thing I paid for. That's good. I, uh, and they're probably absolutely... going to be pushing it in your face quite a bit. I, you you I know can't... it's not
2: going to be good. You know it's not gonna be good because they're giving you the option to, to fucking buy out of it. To yes, skip it. Exactly. You know it's be shit. Exactly. Infuriating like, yeah. to me. If it
3: was if it was good enough to stand on its own, they wouldn't let you have the option to skip it in the first that's place. That's
2: it every
0: time. And when people say you could avoid buying this thing, it doesn't affect anything. Do you seriously believe that they haven't been fucking a little bit with the drop rates to encourage you to buy boxes? I don't believe that for a second. We came out of this debate with fucking Dead Space. We've had this debate with Assassin's Creed. Whatever they've pulled this shit. Do you seriously believe nobody went in there and fucked with the drop rates a little bit to encourage people to buy this stuff? TB, I'd like
3: to sell you this uh, this this can this container of Rudy's uh, sissy sauce here. It keeps tigers away. If you uh, yes. if you just want to give me time money, out. I'll
2: time out. Rewind it.
1: Time out. What is what sissy the fuck sauce? Is that?
3: What is Rudy's Rudy's barbecue?
1: What is sissy sauce though? What is it? it It's the
3: it's the non it's the non spicy
0: -spicy version of uh, of Rudy's. Texas is a bit serious about the spice in barbecue sauce. I don't know if we
2: are. I am. uh, I am
0: am not a spicy fan at all.
2: Uh, So, Victor, can you do me a favor and hold it up and go a cream of the crop? Can you do that for me? Do Do I have
3: to do it? Do I have to do it in the Asian accent? The crop,
2: cream of the crop.
3: The cream of, of the carp!
1: The cream of the carp! Go, the cream it's Randy It's Krabu.
3: You,
2: you said I could do it in a stereotypical Asian it's voice, Macho Jesse. Man, Randy, it's Macho Man Randy Savage. There's no Asian I am in the it. I'm cream of
0: thinking. the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> cream of the crop.
3: Cream, <laughs> cream
2: of the <laughs> <laughs> so crop. I'm,
3: so I'm so glad I could I'm so glad I could derail up. that. Uh, no, no, I just. What the no, the argument that I, the argument that I absolutely like, I just don't get. And I talked to TB about this yesterday. Is that there are people out there who are like, "Well, vote, well, protest with your wallet, and just simply and not just buy, buy the game, just buy the game, yeah, just buy the, the game, yeah. buy the game make, but not the boxes." I'm going to make a stand here and and say that I don't like this microtransaction stuff, but I'm only going By to do it after I pay full price the full price for the game.
0: That doesn't but make any sense. No, no, you dumb asses. You that's can't like, have I'm, that.
3: That's the just analogy, an excuse. The, the analogy that I came up with was like, that's like going to a, a concert of name a band and being like, I can't stand the, stand the the way. Sure. That's and like going solitaire to hoodie and the Blowfish solitaire band. Here. We have
0: the band. And, you know, we made like, the band earlier. Going to a solitaire game. And, and saying here.
3: like, I can't, I, can't, I can't stand how much the, these guys have sell, sold out. I'm going to make a protest and not buy any of these shirts
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just going to buy the concert ticket, but I'm not (laughs) going to buy the shirt. I'm just going to buy the only part of the merchandise that matters. that doesn't do anything.
3: That makes no difference at all. No, it doesn't. You've already voted. You've told them, yes, you're okay with this.
0: Yes. And (laughs) honestly, like, if you are, that's cool. You don't have to be a fucking consumer activist. Like you're work, you know, you're you're working full time. You got bullshit to worry about. We're about to get nuked by North Korea. You got more important things to fucking worry <laughs> about than this stupid fucking video game. I get it. It's cool. No one's gonna judge you for it. Just don't make excuses. Just say you don't really care, and you, you know the game is more important to you than that. I get it. I'm <laughs> no, I'm not gonna judge you. It's okay. Just don't make excuses please. You know what to keep Kim Jong-un away from our our country? Microtransactions. move the, the, the corrupt. No, no. No, that's not. no <laughs> not. it will not. It's, there's no Asian. It's no just no Asian cream. Randy Savage will not stop Kim Jong-un. No. There's no stereotype at all. It's just <laughs> That's god, it. Damn it. Watch him Randy Savage. <laughs> oh my god. This is why we don't get half Asians on the show. This shit happens all the time.
2: I just love, I just love triggering Jesse as much. as I'm sticking
0: out of it.
2: I'm sticking out of it. God damn it! Nope. Nope. You see what you've done, (laughs) Watercomers. You see what you did. I got rid of Jesse and (laughs) Dodgers.
0: I just hope they swap offices now and Stay just continue.
4: It
2: out, <laughs> it Holy shit!
0: Oh my god! See,
3: yeah. this is
2: what I have to put
3: up with when I when we record heroes. It's it's all Team Ellie oh, all over dear. again.
2: I just try to trigger Jesse as much as I can. It's not hard. Can I ask a question? Oh. You can try. <laughs> Where did you go, Dodger? I walked into your room and there was no one there. She went under the back. desk. I, think. I was
1: under. I was under my desk. Remember, right, she is three foot. I saw you.
0: Yeah, she is. She is.
1: Yeah, quite a as a two person. foot tall person.
3: Yeah,
1: I, uh, she I actually understand. bought what Elgato's
0: new Chroma chair, which allows uh-huh. her to disappear for only two hundred dollars behind her chair. Yeah, it's made by a... Elgato. Yeah. And then
3: she, she plays is. InvisiGun Heroes, and then you just can't see anything. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the Elgato Perma
3: Heroes made by the cat. There you go.
0: That's how it is. Yes. <laughs> so I think our conclusion is that we're probably all going to still play Shadow <laughs> of War and just be disappointed of them. It's.
3: I am not going
0: to play it. Hey, am... yo, good for you for sticking on that. Attracted to a that. spider. That's why I'm playing. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that that's an what? interesting other thing. Yeah, well, sexy yeah. shelob. You know about sexy shelob, right? I'm going to get it on with sexy shelob. That somehow I, I'm not even surprised about that. I just can't even <laughs> bring myself to care. Uh, but that, well, I w- but I will agree <laughs> with the people that said sexy shelob is far less <laughs> interesting than giant fucking spider ally shelob. Like, is it like giant fucking spiders not okay anymore? Like we're not just allowed that. I'd fuck a giant spider. <laughs> cool. All right. Clip that out of context, folks. Thank <laughs> you very much. Appreciate it. It's going to be a clip show. It's going to be clip very good. But clip I'm that. the one, I'm the one who
3: triggers all the outlandish reactions. Whoa, calm yeah, it down.
0: Goddamn cream, half Asian guest. Uh, cream every of the no.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, see, Dodgers got it.
1: Yeah, yeah. We got, oh, got Duger doing fuck. it now. Yeah. I'm shit. positive that that's how Macho Man Randy Savage sounds. Yeah. He'd be
0: happy with
3: you.
1: Now that I've now that I've heard it a few times it's it seems reminiscent. Yeah. Oh fuck
0: it, yeah. I should not let you play in our forthcoming wrestling <laughs> RPG, should I?
3: Oh, oh, you just gave me the greatest idea No. For a character you are not no. allowed to yes. be Asian Randy
0: Savage. I'm not going to yes. allow it to happen. Randy Savage I'm, doing it. I'm doing back, it, brother. By god, <laughs> what's uh, Randy Savage doing in TV for wrestling? Savage. No. Managed by Jesse Cox.
3: No! Sponsored by Rudy's Barbecue. Stop! Stop. Stop.
1: What's happening to us?
2: I don't know! It's a great idea, TV. Thank you. I needed an identity for the character. Hey, what games are coming out this week?
0: You're not getting paid for the promo deal anymore. I'm not going to give you money for it. God. (laughs) fucking Warner brothers it's your fault
1: best character the it's best character that we could create for- with thanks, all jesse. the money we have
0: yeah thanks jesse oh god i don't know if there was anything else on the on the sort of block <laughs> this week for news uh, uh. It's, it's i mean we've dealt with this hellblade thing and we still don't even have a fucking answer to it we've dealt with that uh Steam has launched a thousand games in seven weeks following direct introduction, which has basically made our release section completely fucking useless. So thanks Great. for that. Uh, we're going to do the same thing we did the past couple of weeks, which is just look at the list and pick out a few things that look kind of interesting because
4: okay.
0: this, is, this is fucked. It's fucked. We can't do this segment anymore. This is ridiculous. The list is 200 fucking games long. Jesus. What are we supposed no, to thanks. even do? I don't even know. But what I can do is remind you that next week, our special guest will be Lyric, who's going to deal with three hours of this shit. So I'm sure he'll
3: enjoy Great. that.
1: He'll show Lyric. up and we'll be like, here, Lyric, if you could scrub through this list. Yeah, um, that will yeah,
3: be-
0: <laughs> go real well. Tell us yeah. what
3: games you're playing so we can yeah. so we can also stream them.
0: It's like as if we needed a reason to know why your stream is more popular than our show. That would be fucking why. Yeah, <laughs> we get it. Don't worry, yes. Lyric will be on the show next it's week. It's all so because be... of
1: the release list? Yes, it's all yeah. because
0: of the release list. I, I Whoa, can, we should have gotten convinced. rid of
1: it a long time
0: ago. <laughs> we, we, I mean, I've been thinking about that for a long fucking time, honestly. Like, I really have. I'm just like, this, I don't know what to do with this fucking segment because it's impossible to find things anymore. There's too much bullshit now. Oh god, I th- th- we could go through it and there's stuff I could point out, like the fact that there's a shark dating simulator that's out this week on August the 10th.
1: Hell Jesus yeah, what's that Christ? called? Shark
0: the- Dating Simulator XL. Great. Is what it's called. and
1: um, that- There's a real cute game called Fox Folk. Of course there is, what's that about? It's a game about family. About the great lengths we would go to for them. Survive as the head of a small family of foxes, unprepared for the winter. Jesus hunt for small Christ, animals, the weather the blizzards, and gather firewood. It looks cute. That's
2: like oh. your game. That's like your life.
1: Look at them. Ah. They've got little they've got little beds and stuff. Aw, adorable. The problem
0: is just like a hundred fucking dumb parody visual novels every week on fucking It's a
1: three dollar game. Oh. So there's that.
0: That's all you need to do now, just release a visual novel and make Hmm. some fucking easy money. I can make a visual novel. In fact, I
2: have at one point. I've been trying to for years. I was going to say, at least
1: one of us has begun that process.
2: I want that so badly. Hook me
3: up. The only game that I've seen that TB just gave me the list to is Impossible.
0: Impossible Ball What's what is that?
3: that I love the name itself imagine pong <clears throat> okay. imagine pong with 5 Stop hundred. I'm not going to do it that imagine, <laughs> imagine imagine pong with 500 balls instead of one you can rotate your bat okay. giving you fine control over which way every ball bounces there are a different number of different power ups right. to collect including invisible inversion and of course impossible up to 4 players can play locally in three different game modes impossible
0: but it has no online
3: uh yeah i mean it says multiplayer but then directly below it just says local multiplayer that would actually be fun yeah. if it would be online i would say
0: yeah i always mm-hmm. feel like those games sort of go to hell whenever we hear that it's like does it have online no okay fuck no. it then
3: it's like we don't live next to each other as far no. as i know so you know i mean yeah
0: those guys in the office over there are totally fine with it but yeah yeah, it, yeah I mean, that that's a dumb little two dollar game that might be kind of fun and two bucks pro- yeah and like I guess if you had people nearby, sure, why not? But not having that multiplayer aspect is is a bit of a pain in the dick.
3: Uh, it it looks absolutely yeah. bonkers. That's what I love about it.
1: Every yeah. game in this list that has a name where I'm like, that sounds like it might be interesting, I put it in, and then look at the pictures, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> Dodger, went... how did
3: how did you miss Cat Quest?
1: Where's Cat Quest? It uh, doesn't look like oh, a game. Oh, there it is.
2: Actually, enjoy. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't look, look it up, I'm it. just looking
0: at the list right I don't now. It a free demo you can check out, though, okay. if you want. It's an open-world RPG at... with your paws, world of... It actually looks like they put some work into this, by the way. This doesn't look like it's actually a joke. Now I have
3: to search for it.
0: Yeah, the, as dumb a name as that is, this actually looks like a real game and actually doesn't look too bad at all, so might be worth a look. There's a free demo of it. This is the annoying thing about this, because, like, you've got a list of 150 stupid names... And you can't tell which of them it might actually be worth your yeah. time. That's I mean, which literally is what it? I
1: was going to say is all of the ones that have a cool name, I look at and I'm like, End of eh. being shit. But I just know that some of these ones that are like, time battle eight. If I looked, I'd go, whoa, that looks dope.
0: Yeah. They made visit a meowsing locales. Which, you know, screw anyone that says anything like that. But, you know, Uh, Graceful Explosion Machines out this week, which if I recall correctly is on Switch, which is a pretty cool shooter. Uh, Mm. You've got a quad weapon array and the art style is kind of neat. Yeah, I looked at this on Switch and it looked like it might be worth a a gander. It's on PC now as well. So there's Um, a thing.
1: On August 9th, a game called Fictorum is coming out. It looks kind of cool. You play like a wizard you like run around blowing shit up. Right? I remember, when, I remember
0: okay, when this neat. segment, like oh, you guys, yeah. only had
3: like ten games to talk about. It and- was so
0: much easier back then. Uh, it was, but this this looks neat. Uh, I, I wonder. It, it looks complete as well. I expected this to be an early mm. access thing, but this looks actually fucking great. Yeah, I think we saw a trailer for this a couple of weeks ago and thought it looked awesome. Um, mm. I'm hoping that it is as awesome as it looks. Cause like they had the dynamic fucking wall destruction and everything. It's like yeah, Whoa. this looks, right. yeah, this looks like serious fucking fun. I hope that it's as good as it looks. Is it? Uh, the, sorry, go ahead.
3: Is it? I guess it's not multiplayer. Oh, single player. I just saw it in the tags. In single here. player
0: only. Yeah, which is probably for the best. Cause like it's like yeah. hey, let's do all the things, and it ends up just being a waste of time. Uh There's a new version of Cinemora that's coming out. Cinemora is a really fucking cool shooter. Uh, cinemora ex is the new version like at one point you fight a giant train because you do and that's great it's a really really fun side scroller with a really cool um aesthetic i think it's on switch as well which again do you suplex the train though no you don't but you do shoot the shit out of it which is cool enough uh let's see what else there is what
1: the fuck there's a bdsm visual novel called cat girl (laughs) of course there is what
0: yeah. the fuck? I, no, I'm not going to show any more of that. I just saw the <laughs> fucking thumbnail, and that's enough for me. The thumbnail
1: is much. enough, yeah. It's even swiftly English, on. Though.
0: No, it's not. All right, I
3: immediately regret looking this title up.
2: You're welcome, uh, welcome everyone. Thanks, Dodger. I'm just disappointed. I don't know what they're saying. Huh, there's it's an even Crash Day.
0: Um, in 2006, there was a game called Crash Day, which was kind of neat. Uh, which was kind of about crashing cars and weapons they're making they've got a whole new version of it with uh, new features and steam workshop support and everything if the price is right on that that might be worth a look cuz that Ooh. was actually really fun um, it's like online twisted metal it looks yeah, like except uh, sort of it's more it's a bit more like hot wheels crossed with burnout but they slapped some weapons on there as well like it is a 10 year old game so i don't know what they're doing with the new edition but apparently it's going to have online multiplayer, so if the price is right, that one might be worth a look. Obviously today we did mention that Hellblade is out. That's the major release of the mm-hmm. day, so that people are aware of that. Let's see if there's anything else in here that sort of catches my eye. <sighs>
3: now I have to see what Flat Fat Cat is. Yeah,
0: I fat cat or flat cat flat well, it's called fat flat cat. fat cat of course it is yeah uh yeah i can't even find that flat fat cat it's it's
3: all one word and it Oh, is... of course
0: it is yes oh dear uh yeah that looks like garbage uh the best way to describe that look at that that's shit on uh, oh uh, sudden strike <laughs> four look is coming out on august the 11th i did play a little bit of the beta of that that's uh if you're looking for a World War II RTS that doesn't have any base building in it, then Sudden Strike is an option for that. That's coming out in a couple of days. I'll probably be playing a bit of that. It's a bit of a shame it doesn't have base building in it, Uh, but it's also got the pause and play in the single player. So if you're like, oh, I can't deal with this RTS shit, it's too stressful, it's too hard. Well, you've got the kind of pause and give orders thing, which I think makes that a lot better. So yeah, that might be Um, worth a look.
1: Mercury Cascade into Madness looks like a really cool, like... the ui reminds me a lot of chrono trigger it's a cyberpunk rpg
0: okay yep there's that damn
3: there's the first single off of our whatever that made up band name that we came up with solitarica or whatever
1: solitarica cascade into madness yeah there you go that's that's the song title right there great i like it Yeah,
0: looks a wee bit rpg maker but you know that doesn't necessarily make it an an invalid game by any stretch um yeah it doesn't look too bad you're right. It does definitely give me that chrono trigger vibe.
3: They use the ch- the chiller font. I can already tell that it's the chiller font in the, oh, in for the trailer. Oh, that
1: Cuckoo-y game.
3: No, for the Mercury uh, Cascade and Madness. Oh, candies. if
1: you uh, okay. if you go look at the Cuckooey game, they literally the... everything is the chiller font.
3: <laughs> of course, because yeah. why not? What's,
0: what's this Heroes of Civilizations thing? Oh, it's oh, okay strategy-based free-to-play card game all right i still need to Wait. look
3: into foxhole as well i know that's on yeah, the list yeah fucking
0: foxhole i haven't got around to playing that it's i've heard some really good things about that just being hey it's a it's out of top downish ish mmo world war ii game but also like yeah. all the logistics and shit like bringing ammo up and fixing shit is things you have to do and there's a lot of See, really I, cool shit involving that i picked it up yeah. on
3: your when you talked about it because i thought you had already played it but...
0: No, I am not got around to it, but like, because it is an early access, and I don't generally touch those, but it yeah. looks like it's got some real fucking amazing ideas in it.
3: Yeah, I'll go, I'll check it out today on stream.
0: Like, a lot of it is like, you get to run the supply lines. Like, I remember one of the coolest moments I ever had in Planetside was there was a, we were holding a base, and in the original Planetside, you, what what are you, you seem very confused, Dodger, what's up? There's a
1: game called I Want Toilet, okay yeah let's, I, let's just
0: not these are just all not ever
1: i'm just closing steam i'm mm-hmm. done it's for the i've back. listed There's... as many games as i want to yeah, <laughs> yeah. so the only I'll... game
3: that i've seen that looks cool is, is lobster empire
0: lobster empire what the fuck's that about
3: it's a it looks like it's a base building city sim but oh. based on you getting like Harvesting lobsters. Lobster Empire yeah, okay. is a game where you build your lobster business, and develop ways to create long-lasting lobster resources, and profitable sure, lobster fishery pl- through conservation I'll play that research.
0: If it was good. I'll play a good tycoon game. But yeah, yeah I'll, it looks neat. I'll tell you this like brief story about the original PlanetSide. Like, what was really cool about that? Because you're looking at like Fox and thinking supply runs, logistics runs. That sounds like boring shit. Actually, give me some of the most tense fucking shit ever. In PlanetSide One, bases had a system uh, where everything was run by energy, and you had to deliver that energy from a warp gate in this like barely armored fucking thing called an ant. The ant had to go to the warp gate, collect the energy, then drive it back to the base without getting blown up. And if it got to the energy thing and it recharged the base, that meant your spawn stayed on, your defenses stayed on, your shield stayed up. Super tense, like when a base got super low because you could siege your base and drain that energy. And you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, we need to get an ant out of here. Can we break the siege? Can we can we get an ant in from out continent? Could people escort it? One of the best moments I ever had in that game was driving an ant through a fucking swamp to avoid the fucking defences and the sieged guys because like, they'll never come through the swamp because you can drown in that and it's dangerous. I drove it through the fucking swamp, snuck it in recharged the base at the last possible moment. Amazing fucking moment. So don't tell me that logistics and fucking supply lines can't be a really cool element of a game because they can. And if Foxhole actually has that, that sounds fucking awesome. It looks and sounds awesome. I need to... Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it so far. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So, Definitely I really want to know.
0: I think, like, as a group, we should get like four or five people together at least and then go in on that, work yep. as a squad and see what we can do. Because I think there's possible entertainment in that. I know Matt, this would be all over it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so that that's pretty much our, sort of our take on the release list. And honestly, <laughs> like, for the foreseeable future, I think that's kind of what we're going to have to do with it. Yeah. It's just like, well, maybe we'll look at it beforehand. We all, like, see if we can find some standouts and just look at that. Because. There's so much shit in there. I really want to do a better job of highlighting interesting stuff, and it can be really hard to do sight unseen. It's you know it's
3: unrealistic to yeah. expect you to look at every single one. There I mean, I know the I know chat
0: can't there's see so it, but much there's
3: junk. It's pages of, of games. I can't believe that. That's just it's,
0: it's been like that yeah. for a while. Yeah, it, it really has. Like we collate the giant bomb release list with the Steam list, and that's how we do it now. Like, b- before that, we weren't doing it properly, but we fixed that. And it's like, well, there's about 100, like 150, 200 games. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of it's, I mean, there's shit like Adventures of Cock. Like, no, <laughs> fuck off. Just fuck off. Party that with I
3: Want Toilet, and you got yourself yeah. a party right there. You got, you got junk. No.
0: Yeah, you nope. No to go Yeah. It's already
3: gotten too much press.
0: We can do no. a better job. Like, as, you know, we're a popular podcast. We can be tastemakers. We can help distinguish this crap from the stuff that's worth looking at. I want to do a better job at that. I really fucking do. So we'll be th- we'll keep thinking about ways to do that. We'll determine
3: which is the cream of the crop. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. It had to come back to that. Is the cream of the crop real or isn't it? Like, I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Callbacks. It's the staple yes, of comedy. Callbacks
0: are the style of the show. Everyone's mm. mad on Twitter. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much us done with the commercial podcast today. Thank you very much for watching. We didn't even talk about the international, the fact they had a real life donkey. What? There was, there was. They brought a real life donkey in in the intro segment, dressed up as the courier. Hey. Real life donkey. I, I, I missed that completely. You got to go watch it, man. The in, um, Go watch the intro. I the guess. intro for that is like if Valve had all the money, which they do, this is what would happen, which it did. (laughs) And it's like, I am very happy. You know, and it's a real donkey, not a fake one, like VG Donkey, who, as I've said, is not a real donkey, and the media won't talk about it. And it fucking, it pisses me off. They need to get on this shit. Why are they suppressing this? Why are they censoring this fact? How is this allowed to continue to happen? Mm. I don't know. Only Let's you can find about, the answer for us, TV. I, only me. Yes, I. It's my. Find quest out on now. the
1: next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. Ah! Tell yeah. us what's coming
0: up on the next exciting episode of your channel, Dodger. What's going on? What you got?
1: Oh God. Um.
0: Not <sighs> bad, eh? It's convincing.
1: I, I stream. Uh, I'm trying to figure out my shit with YouTube. So enjoy. I do YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. It exists. Uh, but I've been mostly streaming lately. Because YouTubers
0: and... been fucking a lot of people over on ads lately. So understandably, they've not been it's... too enthusiastic to post shit.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> the numbers are just not, they're not great. But it's fine. It's fine. Figuring I'm so it out.
0: happy that I'm like apparently the only person in the universe not affected by this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> keep going. I'm too, I'm too small for it to affect me.
3: So it doesn't matter.
0: I make me. apparently making three hour videos as a solution. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, God. Continue.
1: Um but yeah, I do anime stuff, I do gaming stuff. I would love it if you would come and hang out with me. And that's about it.
0: Yeah. You can be a perrito.
1: You could no, be a burrito. Or not. or
0: not ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's Jesse. freeze frame there. Coming up this week, what's shirt.
2: going on? He doesn't know. Did Jesse. you I'm sorry, it was Sin Victor, I think, was talking over you. Did you say me?
0: Yes, what you got coming on? What's oh. going
2: on? What's coming up in the hell, week? Hell if I know. Uh like Dodger, I'm just I literally drove across the country. My soul is broken. So I don't know what's gonna happen. I have to start doing like actually recording things and making stuff and so just things. Things are gonna happen. And if you're down for crazy shit, then come watch a channel of a dude who'd fuck a spider. That's me! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that fucking marketing.
1: I can't wait for that shirt to be released. I'd fucking spider. Fuck spider. Then we have to have like a
2: sexy anime spider lady, but yeah. No, no, just a tiny <laughs> just fucking lady.
1: Like, right on the back. Spider, just like really crappy. Yeah, all right. Yeah, just a really Pounding shitty it. spider.
0: Pounding it. God damn it. <laughs> sexy spider visual novel dating sim, do it. Like, you can make that in less than a month. It's easy. Oh, by the way, good news. Uh, Dodger, you'll love it. Everyone else probably will too. August 24th is the release of Darkest Dungeon on iPad.
4: Yes! Yes.
0: Yep. That's what I'll play that game in, I think, forever now. If you wanted to torture yourself mobile, you can do it now. Well it's the best option like touchscreen is the best for that game. Yeah, I've got the Vita version but honestly controller for that game is suboptimal at pain in the ass. You don't ass. need it.
3: You don't need a Well it's bad like it.
0: you're moving through a lot of stuff it's like uh, but touchscreen is ideal. Fuck yes. I'll play absolutely. I will I'll just play it forever on there now. Yeah. That's great. Hopefully it'll launch with all the content. I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh but yeah, you never know. Oh, thank God. That's that's great announcement. That's good. I St. Victor, thank you very much yes. for coming on the show today. Much appreciated. I, I don't appreciate the terrible Randy Savage impersonation, but I'll take what else you provided. That was good. So what else, what do you got coming up on the channel this week? What do you stream? Where do you stream? What are you doing?
3: Well, first off, thanks for having me. Uh, I upload daily to YouTube.com slash Victor316. Currently playing through Season 3 of Darkest Dungeon, working on the Crimson Court. Also do Heroes of the Storm stuff with Jesse, Mathis, and all Team LE uh, I'll be streaming after the podcast today, doing some more Path of Exile. So, if you want to see that crazy build I was talking about, head over there to twitch.tv, where I stream Wednesday through Saturday, starting at 3 p.m. Central and go up to 9 p.m. Central. And also, if I'm allowed to plug my band, of course, you will. Uh, of
1: course. our news. This is the shilling section. And then, All right, show, good. We'll, I, need to, I need
3: to take lessons from Crendor. Uh, but no, you can go to sinvicta.bandcamp.com if you're looking for. Uh, heavy metal uh we do all that kind of stuff and we've got a new song coming up very soon and uh check it out it's all free but if you want to if you want to pitch us a couple bucks to help pay for studio costs then go for it and uh yeah i'm excited about the new track i think you'll like it tb you like the last one and i'd take that in great great honor and praise for that because i know that metal is a it's a fickle beast sometimes
0: (laughs) It, it is it is but i know it is a wonderful, wonderful genre of music nonetheless. Speaking I of metal, it. uh, we're getting to the kind of final stages of planning this live metal show on Twitch. Basically, we've been we spent the last couple of months looking into how much it would cost to run it and what licenses and who we have to pay to not get sued. Mm-hmm. We pretty much have it done. I've got to sign a couple more agreements with a couple of different places and I, yeah, we'll be doing hopefully a live metal radio show every week again, because that's how I, that's how I started doing this. This is what I did back in the day.
1: When you and I first like started talking to each other, I remember you were like, oh, I'm going to go do my metal show. And I was like, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) It's cool. Uh, I'm bringing it back. Like, I'm just, I'm tired of not doing it because it was fucking fun and giving people an excuse and myself an excuse to listen to music. It's such a big deal. And I know that whenever I do that show, I'm so much more into listening to music. So it's kind of, yeah, going back to my old school roots as a radio host. It will be a live only show. You can't do on demand for that shit. That's literally music piracy. It's not okay. Uh, There's huge numbers of problems with that so what we'll do is we're just going to do it live and we're going to do reruns at times that are good for people like people in australia people in europe etc
3: tv since so, this is the shilling side i'll let you know you can use any of my music for free without I, you know anything. what's
0: weird is that i can't like i would i really? still have to pay yeah but I'm pretty sure because you're in america I still have to pay ascap licensing fees for that even if you say that so that's even if that's i'm what's...
3: the if, even if i'm the legal owner of the yeah of it doesn't all the fucking music matter
0: so? i still have to pay it that's how fucked up the fucking radio system has become over here the last 10 years, but... That's insane. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking bonkers, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but yeah, 95.5 The Weasel is becoming a real thing. It's gonna fucking happen. Flesh Ribbon Weasels, most likely the name of the show just because, yeah. But yeah, that's, hopefully next couple of weeks we'll be launching that. I kind of can't wait to do that. Really get people back into some music again and if you... Never been into metal before? The first couple of episodes will kind of be an introduction to what metal is and all of what the subgenres are and what they mean and examples of that. Get old heavy then, metal. Yeah, get old heavy metal, mate. Turn out to eleven, right across the board. See? Why don't you just take ten? And make that louder. This goes to eleven. It's gonna be wonderful. Outside of that, other stuff's coming. Shoutcraft Kings returns August thirteenth. We doubled the prize pool because why the fuck not? So it's $10,000 now, literally $500 a map. We have quite literally created a tournament where you could potentially win more for playing a single map in three minutes than you can for playing an entire online tournament because we can. So yeah, that it's kind of thanks to those of you that bought into the fucking war chest system that Blizzard now has more money than they know what to do with. So they're just throwing it at us and saying, give more money to the players. And I'm saying, okay.
3: They're not strapped for cash over there.
0: No, no. The war Chest was extremely successful for them. And I yep. will say this. This is not the only thing we're going to be doing. And this will not be the only thing the Warchest is funding. And I have some crazy fucking ideas and they're coming your way. But August 13th, 8 a.m. Eastern. That is 5 a.m. on the West Coast. I know, crazy time. There'll be a rerun afterwards. That is 1 p.m. British... 2 p.m. Central European Summer Time. Yes, Invicta.
3: I forgot to say one thing because I I promised that I what would. What you got? Yeah. Uh, means... I actually have. I'm I'm hosting a. I'm doing my first ever Heroes of the Storm tournament called the Forecasting Open. Oh. Uh, okay. We are registering teams for Heroes of the Storm. It's completely free. There will be prizes that uh, that we're going to be giving away, uh, provided by myself and uh, Blizzard as well. So if you're interested in that, go to my YouTube channel. The trailer is there. If you have a team of five, it's on the North American server. It's going to be on August 19th. And it's going to be an all-day affair. I've got uh, I've got four casters. We're going to have an entire team, production, everything. And uh, like I said, it's completely free, open to anybody of all uh, skill levels. So I'd, I'd like to get ten teams. If we can get more than that, and the more the merrier. Go out to my YouTube channel, and check it out. And uh, sorry, I forgot to plug it earlier. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, TV. By
0: all means. Yeah. Outside of that, hopefully some game streams this week. I do really want to look at a couple of things. There'll probably be a Lawbreakers stream, most likely. There's a couple of games. I still need to look at Sundered. Haven't got around to that. You know, God. there's That's there's so many fucking good games. You don't have to play ones that you don't like. Even though a, there's a bunch of garbage, there's also a bunch of really good things. So it's a beautiful cool. time
3: we live in where we have all these choices. Is.
0: It kind of is. And as I said, upcoming, we do have that Invisigun thing. The date for that is currently August the 14th. So that's the Monday there will be an Invisigun stream of some description. We'll drag some people in and hopefully we'll be able to test out that new spectator mode and see what people think of it and all that kind of good stuff. that will be fun. Uh, so, yeah, it will be. And there is something that I can't announce yet. That's hopefully that will be happening over the course of that week, probably around August the 16th. Keep an eye out. Let's just say, what am I allowed to say? Cause I'm NDA'd up the wazoo for this. Uh, Jesse and Spider. No, there may be spiders. Jesse will not have anything to do with it. Let's let's just say there'll be a lot of war, lots and lots of war.
2: World War Three, we already know. All over the place,
0: there'll be lots of war. Yeah, yeah. So just keep an eye out. There'll be stuff you're interested in. I think. And hell, I think that's actually when the embargo for the expansion for XCOM 2 lifts as well. And I just got code Ooh. for that. God, I'm fucking busy. God, it's good time to be a person that likes video games. Jesus. Hell yeah, man. Really is. Really, and metal. Really, really is. Yeah, Indeed. Thank you very much to everybody for watching the show today. Much appreciated. As we mentioned earlier, our guest next week is the one and only Mighty Lyric. It's like, hey, it's the biggest streamer on Twitch. Let's see how that works out. I don't think that's someone we've ever streamed with before, is it? Like, we've Maybe. never actively streamed with him. So we'll see how I am not the biggest goes. streamer on Twitch. No, no. I can confirm that's, that's definitely not true. It will be interesting to see how that works out. But yeah, Lyric will be on the show next week and we'll find mm. you some good guests every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern here on the co Podcast. Thank you very much for watching. Thanks for your support as always. That's it. Goodbye. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye-bye.